Welcome to the world-building episode of Dream Slayer Studios RPG Podcast Live Play of the Tales from the Loop role-playing game. Our version of Tales from the Loop will take place in the hometown of all of our players, Evansville, Indiana, in 1984, both for familiarity's sake and to add a dash of realism and nostalgia to our game. In our world, Evansville was chosen by the facility for research in high-energy physics as a location for the implementation of a particle accelerator. A subsidiary of DARPA partnered with the Southern Indiana Gas and Electric Company, the loop became an alternative means of power for the city. Sigiko had already been experimenting with wind power and a huge field of windmills still creek south of the area known as Dogtown. Evansville shares loop technology with its sister city in Tochigi, Japan. Their two main corporations have set up shop in both cities and are a major source of income for both cultures. The Japanese Robotics Institute, Iwasaka, and the Evansville's leader in magnetrine technology, Thunderbolt Industries. This marrying of two cultures has drastically changed the look of Evansville, with Japanese influence in many of the structures across the city, inspired by the original pagoda located on the Ohio River, which acts as the welcome center for the fair city. DARPA has set up a defense research facility known as DART to assist in the ongoing maintenance of the loop near Roberts Stadium. This is a highly patrolled zone filled with some of the country's top scientists who use the power provided by the loop to conduct experiments for the government. The loop's main reactor is located behind Thunderbolt Industries and takes up over a square mile of real estate with three gigantic cooling towers called the Three Freedoms looming over the city. Green River Road is the hub for most teens, with older kids cruising up and down the street, drinking stale beer and sitting in their hatchbacks watching everyone go by. Eastland Mall is currently one of the longest malls in the U.S., having opened up two years before, while the original mall, Washington Square, is still active for the old fogies. One of the original old-school movie houses is still holding out on the east side, the classic theater known as The Ross, which shows second-run movies and hosts local bands and the Rocky Horror Picture Show on alternating weekends. And with that, sit back and relax. Join us as we create the world for Tales from the Loop. Okay, so I've lined out on this page your character portraits uh, and those are basically like the tokens that we were using in Avalon. You just double click on that and that'll pull your character sheet up. Um, so going through and setting up your characters for Tales from the Loop, you all have already picked uh, your type already. And Christy, you're the bookworm. Dana, you're the troublemaker. And Andy, you're the jock, correct? Yeah, first time in my life. <laughs> um, so if you go to your individual character sheets, we're going to go through this uh, kind of just little piece by piece. Um, the first thing you're going to want to do is you're going to want to pick your age. And it's a drop-down menu on that sheet, and it ranges anywhere from 10 to 15. Now, picking your age basically... Uh, affects 
your attribute scores and the amount of luck points that you have. So the younger you are, the more luck points you get. The older you are, the fewer you get. Oh no. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make the decision for Mike. Um yeah. Since we're twins. Yep. Oh <laughs> sorry, Mike. Um so 10 to 15. Say that say and say the luck points again. The younger you are, the more luck points you have. The older you are, the fewer you have. Okay. And are we just a random assortment of ages, or are you suggesting well, you start with certain ages? It, it really doesn't necessarily matter, but I will say that once you uh, reach age 16, then your character is written out of the game. Right. Uh, so, I mean, I would probably choose in that, you know, 10 to 13 range, uh, most likely, unless, you know, you really want to play like the older kid uh, in the group or what have you, um, you know, that, that would be fine. I mean, it really doesn't matter. I mean, the last time I played this, I did have one player that chose to play a 15 year old mm -hmm. um, and he was the troublemaker <laughs> in the group. And he was, he explained how he got held back in uh, and was still in eighth grade basically so that he could still be with the other kids uh you know that he was a troublemaker and he kept getting kicked out of school and so on and so forth so he was uh he was old anyway for his age you know when he was in eighth grade so he really should be a freshman but he's uh he's still in eighth grade at this point so right yeah but if you choose that then the next game we play will be logan's run <laughs> right yeah <laughs> So what are you picking, Andy? How I wonder if we should all be in the same class or just a random assortment of like neighborhood kids or I don't know. Yeah, how and a lot of that will just kind of depend on when we get down to relationships. Uh you can kind of figure out, you know, how you know each other and what your friendship is actually like with each individual person and, and so mm -hmm. forth. So yeah, that that's where you really kind of get to flesh out, you know, the 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 gang as a whole right you know i, I i'm gonna put mike and i at 13 mm -hmm. right there we're not it's not news i think we know it all teenagers <laughs> that just turned 13 mm -hmm. and you'll note too as you pick that then it takes away the luck points uh, yep. from you there so it shows you how many luck points then you actually get to have so the next thing to do is we want to look at the attributes. Well, okay, yeah. really quick. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is luck point, what, okay, how does luck points play in the game? Ah, okay. Well, we're jumping ahead a little bit, but mm -hmm. I'll, I'll tell you a little bit about that. Luck points basically give you the ability to re-roll uh, in case you fail. So like a Benny? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. But that's really the only use form is to re-roll? Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. And then as you, obviously as you get older, you'll lose them, but is there any way to enhance your luck points? Nope. Mm -mm. No, the older okay. you get, you you just lose them. Yeah. 
But the good thing about that is each time that you do age a year, then your attributes end up going up. So it balances itself out. Uh, gotcha. Okay. Uh, the younger you are, the less uh, points you have to, to spend through your uh, attributes. And the older you are, the more points you have to spend through them. Gotcha. Okay. Mike, since you are a twin to um andy andy got to decide how old you guys were oh, okay <laughs> so, yeah that's fine uh he he chose 13 um and that that is pretty much the first thing that you're going to do since you guys have already picked your type um <coughs> mike you're a hick and kurt you're a computer geek yeah uh, the next thing you would do would be to choose your age uh, and your age would be from anywhere from 10 to 15 years uh, for this game. Okay. Uh, so your age will actually determine what you get to spend um, on your, I think it's your attributes, if I remember correctly. Uh, yes, it affects your attributes and the amount of luck points that you have. And when you pick your age, then it will automatically figure up how many luck points you get. Luck points are what you spend, uh, kind of like a Benny, uh, to re-roll a particular roll uh, in one session. And then did you pick 13 there too, Kurt? Is that right? Uh, yeah, it seems like a nice age. I think I, I like that one. Okay. Uh, next thing you're going to want to do then, since you've picked your age, is you're going to fill out your attributes. And those are the areas marked in uh, dark orange along the side, body, tech, heart, and mind. Okay. And uh, <clears throat> the attribute scores range from one to five and correspond to the number of dice that you roll when you try to overcome trouble. Um and your starting scores uh, equal your age in the four attribute attributes as far as like the totals. So you, if you're both 13, you have 13 points to spread between body, tech, heart, and mind. Okay. And you have to take at least one in each attribute. Uh, and your starting score can be no higher than five in any of those four. And then the, the ones below those are like sub-attributes? Yes. That will, up later, those are your skills, and you'll, uh, you'll pick those a little bit later. Gotcha. Okay. And just as you're picking those, uh, body is your ability to jump high, run fast, fight, sneak, and climb. Tech is the ability to understand machines and robots, program technological things, open locked doors, and build things. Heart is the ability to make friends, lie, know the right people, create a good atmosphere, and persuade others. And mind is the ability to find weak points, understand people, situations, and creatures, solve riddles, understand clues, and have, <clears throat> excuse me, have the right knowledge at the right time. Have you played this? Have I? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Which characters did you play? Oh, I mean, as far as like me as a player, yeah. I did not. No, I just I've I've run it for a group. 
Well, let me just let me rephrase that. <laughs> Technically, I kind of sort of did play with that group, even though I try not to play a player character. Uh, I had plans to because I was playing with uh, you know some people that we went to high school with. Um, and a few that uh, that we didn't, but that knew some of the other people, you know, that uh, that that we're associated with. And the school that we used was Oak Hill School, uh, and it was during the time period that I, as me, would have been there. And there was a point in the game where the players, the characters in the game, had to find this kid that had gotten lost in the uh, uh, um, cornfield next to his house. And it just so happened that it was me. <laughs> um, we, we knew one of those kids. <laughs> and they purposely ran into the cornfield. But... <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. Um, and it ended up kind of being one of those things where it was like just a just supposed to be a quick one-off and then it became this whole campaign that was focused around <laughs> Chris Steiner <laughs> and it was not me that actually wanted to do that the characters were like well we got to find out more about this why is he in the cornfield it doesn't make sense what's out in the cornfield let's go out there and <laughs> it just became this whole thing uh so yes I guess I kind of sort of did play it so my my character uh would have been um <laughs> no shut up <laughs> uh he there was nothing for like theater geek <laughs> um so I, I used the rocker uh for for him he's really the first thing from a rocker but as far as the stat build for uh that character that was the best stat build okay so now you're going to take a look at the skills uh you both uh if you look at your um type uh, if, if you still have that or uh, on the Facebook page, you know, where I gave you the individual pages to choose from uh, either your computer geek or your um, hick. Uh, on there at the very top underneath the basic description, it, it gives you your key skills. Uh, for the computer geek, it's calculate, program, and comprehend. And for the hick, it's force, move, and tinker. But let's say for Andy, the jock, um, your key skills are force, move, and contact. Yeah. Okay. For the bookworm, your key skills are calculate, investigate, and comprehend. Um, and for the troublemaker, uh, your key skills are force, sneak and lead so on the key skills you may take up to three to start okay uh, so those are the skills uh, that you probably want to focus uh, your energies on as you're filling those out um, 
the skills are areas where the kid can be well-trained. And the level of a skill also varies between zero and five and corresponds with how many dice that you can roll when you try to overcome trouble in addition to the dice from your attribute. Uh, so you would roll a combination of both like body uh, and uh, sneak, say, uh, or body and force or tech and calculate. Um, starting the game, you distribute 10 points among all of the skills. That means that you're probably going to have some that are going to be zeros. Uh, for any of the key skills, uh, you can take up to, I think it's three. Let me just double check that. Yes, you can take up to level three in the three key skills of your type. For all of the other skills, you start with, you can only start with a one. So you can't put a two in anything uh, other than a key skill. Like if you want to spread your points out all the way around, you know, you can spend one point a piece and everything. But my advice is to focus on your key skills and give yourself at least a two, if not a three, uh, in one or all of those. Out of, uh, we have 10, 10 total to pull. Points. 10 total points, right. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then as you guys are kind of looking at those i'll kind of read this to you as far as what each one of them means for uh body sneak is the ability to hide and sneak pretty straightforward force is the ability to lift heavy things fight and endure physically stressful situations move is the ability to climb high balance and run fast tech is the ability to build and manipulate i'm sorry Tech Tinker is the ability to build and manipulate machines and other mechanical items. Program is the ability to create and manipulate computer programs and electronic devices. Calculate is the ability to understand machines and other technical systems. Under Heart, Contact is the ability to know the right person. Charm is the ability to charm, lie, befriend, and manipulate. Lead is the ability to make others work well together and to help them when they are scared, sad, or confused. Undermind. Investigate is the ability to find hidden objects and understand clues. Comprehend is the ability to have the right piece of information or be able to find it in the at the library. Empathize is the ability to understand what makes a person or an animal or any kind of conscious thing tick and how to find its weak spots. It's a weird nerdy question. Mm -hmm. Like, I think, I feel like, okay, let's say I want to defraud someone. Mm -hmm. I think of that as being a combination of two skills, mm -hmm. empathize and charm. Like, I want to get into their head. Mm -hmm. empathizing to figure out how to charm them. Mm -hmm. Well, I would imagine that's like either a heart or a mind role plus one of the others or something like, how, that, how do you, that to, that to me would be charm. 
So what's I, being added to what? Uh, it, it would be heart and charm would be together. Okay. Mm -hmm. Is it always a skill within the same, or or do you sometimes pull from two different? No, nope. it'll okay. always it'll always be under the same attribute. Mm -hmm. Now, I think it also depends on the approach that you're using. You know, like, like if you're trying to manipulate somebody, you know, are are you? trying to get into their head uh, then, and you're essentially trying to find a, a little weak spot there. Mm -hmm. So if you're really trying to manipulate them, you know, maybe, yeah, it, it really just depends on the role play. I think, you know, how you plan on doing it. Um, so yeah. And, and that could be something that can be argued at the time, you know, uh, where I might say, all right, roll charm. And you're like, yeah, I'm really not trying to charm him. I'm really trying to get more inside his head and really kind of figure out, you know, what he's trying to do and, and try to push him into a way. And then I would say, okay, yeah, I'll go ahead and do empathize. So yeah, I can always be argued. All right, so everybody got your points distributed? Okay, so a total of 10. Mm-hmm. And, th and three is the max. Three is the max for your three key okay. skills. Other than that, it has to be one. So I see you've got three in force, two, yep. uh, three in move. Right. Um, and two in contact, correct? Yep. Okay. I'm just going to put one in charm. All right. And then. Yeah, we'll just do lead. Okay, that's, that's cool. It does actually update live for me, so I can actually see what you're doing. Okay. That's cool. Um, and then Dana, we'll look at yours here. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, one, twelve, thirteen, and you're thirteen as well, correct? Yeah. Okay. Six, seven, eight, nine, three, four, five, six. Seven, eight, nine. So I see nine points right now. Oh, I have three on sneak. Yeah. Two on force, one on move. So that's six, mm -hmm. seven, eight, nine, ten. So one on charm and three on lead. Oh, okay. It says two on lead and on the one I'm seeing here. So let me just pull it up again. It just didn't, yeah, it just didn't update for some reason. Okay. I had the cursor on there and it was blinking and I didn't. Oh. That's what it was then. Yeah. Okay. And the ones that you have the I have the the two uh, sneak, are your key sneak, force, and lead were the three cool. whatever key skills, I, I guess. Okay. Yep. So that is correct. And then we'll take a look at Christy here. So we got two, four. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, and you're twelve. So yes, that equals out. Investigate three, comprehend three, empathize one, three, six, seven, eight in charm, nine in force. So I'm seeing a total of nine here for you as well. Let me just double check mm -hmm. that. One. Ah. 
I'll give myself one and calculate. Okay, cool. I've read about some machines. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and so if it's not one of our key skills, we can only do a one. Only right? do a one. Or, okay. or a zero. Or a zero, yeah. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. What is force as a skill? Um, force is the ability to lift heavy things, fight, and endure uh, physically stressful situations. Okay, I think I got it. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Cool. Okay, so I think that takes care of that. Um, and now we're going to look at items. Over there on the uh, right side, uh, you should see uh, items. And it has iconic items. That's what we're going to pick right now. Um, your iconic item uh, can be used to help you in certain situations to overcome trouble. Um, this one actually gives you a plus two, uh, and it is something that basically can't be destroyed unless you decide, okay, I'm done with this, and I'm, or I'm discarding it and getting rid of it, and then you end up with a new iconic item. So it's something that, you know, you can use uh, to assist you in some of your roles. It won't always be uh, available, but if you can explain a way to make that thing work in your favor for a particular role, and it sounds like it would work, I say, let's go for it. Um, uh, so for somebody that is a bookworm, you know, perhaps it would be an encyclopedia or uh, a dictionary or something, you know, to that effect. Um, for the jock, you know, maybe it's his favorite baseball bat or his favorite catcher's mitt or something to that effect as well. You have to think about your key skills, I think, uh, when you're picking your iconic item. Uh, and think about something that you would be carrying with you at all times that you would be able to use um, in the context of trying to solve a mystery or having an adventure uh, or something to that effect. So it doesn't have to be something that does damage to somebody, uh, but that could help. Uh, and it doesn't necessarily have to be something that, you know, is, is connected to solving a mystery or what have you. But I mean, it really just needs to be something that's fairly broad that you feel like you can use and, and can explain how you're using it when you're overcoming trouble, uh, when trouble arises. And you won't be able to use it every time. And the good thing about it is you can choose to change that item uh, after every session. Like if you decide, okay, I, this iconic item isn't working for me. I found this other thing while I was uh, solving this mystery and I think I can use this better. Uh, you can do that. Or you can create something completely new that you find in between times that kind of becomes your new iconic piece. This jello pudding pop is rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was the 80s. So we didn't know. Because my character is all about baseball. So mm -hmm. 
That's the thing. I mean, the bad is the obvious. That's obvious. Yeah. Hmm. But we can change throughout, so mm-hmm. we just have to say, "Hey, I'm carrying this with me." Or mm-hmm. we have to. Okay. Yep. Yeah. This would be your starting item. Yeah. We'll just uh, we'll go with the ball. Mm-hmm. It's the baseball. And yeah, it could be that's like your lucky baseball. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. And it, in in that, you know, it may be something that you could use, you know, in combination with, you know, uh, mind, uh, you know, if you're trying to investigate something or empathize with someone or try to program something with tech, you know, if uh, you just. Hey, you're, you're, you're totally overestimating my 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 right. intelligence yeah, yeah. My but if you use the iconic item and you really truly believe that that's your lucky baseball and you rub it in a certain spot you know that you know that gives you luck then it's it you can use that in that aspect so yes gotcha. okay should we put that in there yep so you'll just write whatever your item is over top of oh, uh oh, item, item. Okay. If I had a baseball bat, I would use that on all the tech. <laughs> um, I'm going to have a blank book. Mm. And it's mm-hmm. going to have, a, it's probably going to be a little bigger than this, a little more sturdy. So it could maybe be a blunt object if I needed one, but it's going to have a little chain and a little pen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can use it to write any clues, anything that I need to look up later, any serial numbers off something I find. Um, and also, I think I might be able to bluff my way into getting people to talk to me if I say that I'm a reporter for the school newspaper and mm-hmm. I just want to ask them some questions. Sure. Everyone yeah. wants their 15 minutes of fame, I figure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds good. And I can hide in, you know, in bookstores or wherever. Just like. <laughs> nice. Yeah. See? Yeah. Yeah. And see, and that's exactly the way to, to try to bend the rules a bit. Yes. Uh, as long as you can explain how you're using the item in the context of overcoming trouble, uh, that any of those situations that you just named would, would work. What about you, Dana? Um, I picked a skateboard because I have a, a fondness for skateboard skater boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for now, so mm-hmm. I may change it. Well, and and that's also something there too. You know, obviously you can use that. You know, for your move, but it's mm-hmm. also for force. You could pick it up and smack somebody over the head with it, and. Uh, yeah. So I mean, you know, there's different ways that you can do that as well. I mean, you can use it with charm. You can use it with uh, uh, empathizing. Uh, you know, if you if you can appeal to somebody else that you know has the same interest that you do, and you're talking over the skateboard and so forth. So yeah, I mean, there's lots of different ways that 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 can be used as well. <laughs> this this sounds like it would be cheating, but. Uh... Just because of the idea I had for my character, I was thinking of like a Swiss Army knife or like a pocket knife, at least. Yeah. Uh-huh, sure, yeah. Just because yeah. he, I, he's kind of a, a tinkerer, you know, like works on cars and like builds stuff, and mm-hmm. you know, not like in a tech way, but like in a a low lo-fi way. Sure, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And 
it probably also needs to have some sort of sentimental attachment for you as well. Yeah. I was, th- I was thinking like his grandpa's Swiss army knife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now uh, for you, just so you know, Andy chose as his um, anchor uh, Meemaw. <laughs> so <laughs> your guys' grandma. Uh, so that could be really kind of a neat way to kind of tie into that, that this is your grandpa's, Swiss Army knife, and maybe Grandpa isn't around anymore. Uh, yeah, and so you know, with him having Meemaw, uh, you don't have to pick Meemaw. You can pick somebody completely different. There's, uh, you don't have to share that anchor by any stretch. Uh, you're your own individual, but just want to at least let you know what he did there. Yeah, I was to say, you know, it might be cool that you know, since we're twins, we kind of each had a favorite grandparent, mm-hmm. and you know, we each have our sort of unique relationship with him. Mm-hmm. and then kurt let's see here uh well uh, i'm debating between a polar polaroid camera and a boom box oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think you can lose with either one of those i think they're both pretty good right uh yeah. i can throw a lot of uses for both of them you know um but I think I'm going to go with Boombox. I think it's more interesting. Well, okay. I think they're both. I think I might. Well, what do you? Which one do you guys like the best? I think I like the Boombox too. Like right. those, I mean, this like little computer geeks always walking around with the Boombox, playing all kinds of different kinds of '80s music. Yeah, yeah playing playing like Art of Noise. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I was thinking for a favorite song. Isn't isn't that isn't well? No, Art of Noise is that. Who's the bald guy? Art of Noise? Uh, no, I, I don't know that Art of Noise really ever showed themselves. They were just like a synthesizer sampler oh. thing. But um, who was that? But who was that sort of technological bald head? I think somebody mentioned it already. I forgot the name. Oh, I don't know. I, I keep thinking of Thomas Dolby, but he wasn't bald. No, like that. Just that computerized head. It wasn't a person. I don't. Oh, think like Max Headroom. Max Headroom. Yeah. No. <laughs> That's gonna. Oh, that is the art of noise. Max Headroom. Oh, he was really? in, he was in the, their, one of their videos. Yeah. Para, 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 no. Paranormia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And th- this, all this stuff is already making me feel old. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the next thing that we want to look at is your problem. And that's about halfway down. Uh, uh, up towards the top section there. Uh, and your problem uh, is part of your everyday life. So it's not really part of like the the weird or the technological or whatever. It's kind of more like home life or school life or stuff that you would have to deal with every day. Um, something that worries you. Uh, and it's something that during the game... I am going to look at and probably try to put you personally into trouble uh, periodically uh, looking at that particular problem, uh, especially when we run the everyday scenes. Um, So some samples of some potential problems would be... Uh, my aunt lives in our basement and she is crazy. Uh, 
<laughs> mom, dad is having a secret love affair. Your rival knows what you are trying to hide. Uh, my parents are about to divorce. Uh, my brother refuses to go out of his room since the accident. My teacher hates me. I can't read very well, and they want me to move to a special class. So those are some ideas. It can be really just anything that would affect your kid emotionally. Right. My brother is doing weird things in his room. I get bullied at school. <laughs> Wait, you skipped over that. The funniest one. <laughs> What is he doing in there? What is that noise? <laughs> Andy, are you going to pick that one so it'll pertain to your twin? I, no, I no, I, he has no choice. <laughs> Mike, Mike's going to come back. <laughs> I'm going to be like, "What are you doing with all those tissues?" Uh, <laughs> so the problem, like, I put always competing against my brother. Uh -huh. mm. You know, so I think as twins, I think that would be appropriate, even though he may not feel the, the same way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I have a story behind what I think I want my problem to be, but I'm not sure how involved this needs to be. So before I tell anything about what it is, what do you think? Does it, I don't know. I don't know how to say it. Christy knows it though. <laughs> she can help me. Um, <laughs> what do you think? Um, you texted it to you this morning. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, just run it by me. Okay. Um, do you want the story, or do you just want me to just state yes, maybe summarize it? But you, yeah, then you then you can send me the full text if you want. Okay. Well, it's not that long, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know. Maybe too involved. Let me see if I can find. Okay. Um, mom and dad. Dad worked as a is a professor. Mom worked at the DART uh, as a scientist. Um, she got very sick. Um, they sent me away. I didn't want to go away. And when I got back, mom was dead. And so mm. I because my dad was acting totally weird when I got back not like he not as loving as he was um closed off cold and I overheard a phone conversation I had this whole story yeah. uh overheard a wow. phone conversation late at night uh which made me suspect like a one-way you know because you can only hear half the conversation when you overhear a phone call um I suspect that he might have had something to do with it. Oh, okay. All right. Um, <laughs> you can cut all that out. No, I, and it really all you have to do for your um, problem is to just kind of summarize that into a, a single sentence that you can fit in that space. Like, okay. I, I think my dad killed my mom, you know, just as okay. simple as that. Okay. Um, but I would love for you to send me, you know, the whole uh text All right, out yeah, better than be that mm -hmm. <laughs> tell me if i'm breaking rules with my problem too okay i know it's supposed to be about our everyday life but i also feel like some weird things might happen in our everyday life mm -hmm. um and i a number of times i have heard noises um 
like men's voices mumbling and like moaning or chanting coming from behind the walls at Willard Library. Cool. And my problem is no one will believe me. None of the adults. Okay. Or they, or they say, oh, there's a ghost here. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm not talking about a ghost. And they're like, okay, whatever. So is that too spooky? No, no, not too spooky. <laughs> I think if we could make that a little, that I, I think keep that story, that that's the base of it. Do, do you believe that there are ghosts? Um, I think it's possible. Yeah, but this, that's not what this is. So okay. yeah, I believe, yeah, I believe there, there may be ghosts. Okay, but d does the character think that, is she thinking that these are ghosts in Willard Library or is she thinking that this is something else? It's she a great lady. Else. She thinks it's something else. Okay. Yeah. It's a great lady. Come on. Okay. See, that's what they keep saying to me, but I'm like, no, that's not what it is. It's the only ghost there. It's a great lady. No, I mean, it's like, that's just a broom closet. But when they, when the custodian leaves the door open a little bit and you go in, you lean in, you can totally hear, you know. Probably shares the wall with the bathroom. <laughs> the, the men's room. Somebody had bad Mexican for lunch. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. I think I love that, number one. And, and I think that that's something that we can certainly use. But I don't know how that correlates to everyday life. That's a specific kind of issue that I think you're kind of interested in and want to maybe get to the bottom of, mm -hmm. but it okay. doesn't really pertain to everyday life. So think about something that's maybe a little bit more like family oriented or school oriented or something like that you would have Unless to deal with every day. She's obsessed with it. And then sure. everybody oh. Wants to talk to her because that's all she ever wants to talk about. Yeah. yeah, I think I do bring it up a lot, but it it may be ties with my drive, mm -hmm. which is I think unless I've done that wrong too, it's I'm tired of being invisible, or I'm tired of nobody noticing. Sure, yeah, you know I think that's good. Yeah. So it's like this is like the the last straw. I know there's something going on, and nobody ever, you know listens to me or worries about what I'm going through and mm -hmm. yeah yeah I think that's good for sure so if you want to go ahead and drop that in drive that's the, actually the next thing that we're going to be doing anyway um can you tell me what Andy picked for his I wonder if I could yeah, tie into that here. his problem is he's always competing against his brother <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. He See, he also he also mentioned something about being a little bit jealous of you because he he feels like your dad spends more time with you uh, because he's a farmer and you're kind of the uh, the guy that goes out in the field and goes and helps and does all that right. sort of stuff. So he sees you spending more time uh, with your dad. 
I, I, you know, I think maybe an interesting, not, not the same thing as that, but something that could play off of that or play with that would be that um, maybe my character doesn't feel, um, or like his dad makes him feel inadequate. Mm. You know, like it, it mm-hmm. appears to Andy's character, was it Jack, right? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It appears to Jack that, that Billy Joe has a great relationship with her dad, but his dad is kind of like, um, like emotionally abusive mm. when they're out there, like he kind of belittles him and, and stuff like that. And so, mm-hmm. you know, that, that could be his problem. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like a similar problem, but the, the opposite side of the problem. That sure. He's having. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. Like the, the problem that Andy sees isn't, isn't all that it seems kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, let's see. Oh, and uh, Kurt, you have my older sister is dealing drugs. Yep. Okay. How old is she? She's in high school. She's like a senior. Okay. Actually, she should be a senior, but she was held back. She's a junior. Okay. Um, down here at the bottom, underneath all that, you see there's a black bar that says relationships. Mm-hmm. If you click uh, the plus sign on there, Kurt, uh, you can add your sister uh, as a relationship in there. So if you want to maybe make up a name for her um, so that we have her listed. Yeah. Uh, And where it says new there, uh, put her name and where it says kid, uh, you can put just a short description there and what your relationship is with her. I'm adopted and she's like a biological. Oh, cool. My parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. But she's the one, but I'm really good. Like, I'm good at school. I'm good at that kind of stuff. But she's the one getting into all the trouble. Mm-hmm. And then what's your kind of relationship with her? Is it kind of estranged? Not really. She just, I mean, she just has other things to do. So she, I mean, we both love each other, I guess. But she's often ignoring me because she's just, in high school. Mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna, my name's going to be Corey. Corey? Okay. Yeah. Is that good? With a C or a K? C. Okay. And she's going to be named. <laughs> Jesus, websites are terrible. <laughs> for 80s name not that we should she's she'll be julie that's a good one easy we have to just pick someone from our class right julie and i'm like kind of there we kind of did that didn't we <laughs> julie woodland our, our last name's woodland woodland yeah Got it. You got it. Ooh, remarkably similar to Wooten. <laughs> Not on purpose. <laughs> That'll be easy to remember. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So we've got your problem. 
uh, now we want to look at your drive. And your drive is the reason why uh, you expose yourself to dangerous and difficult situations to solve the mysteries at hand. Um, it helps you to understand your kid and makes it easy to start a new mystery. Whatever happens, the kids will want to figure it out. Uh, and this is something that you can change in between mysteries, but the, we just need a reason for you to want to participate in, in trying to solve these mysteries that are coming up. So can I go with my older sister stealing drugs for this too? Cause like, um, so the thing that I, maybe I, I found out mm -hmm. that the drugs are coming from, like there's a new drug in town, right? It's okay. chemically manufactured and it seems to be coming from somewhere in the town. Like, like, you know, I don't know what the backstory is of the town yet, but if it's the loop kind of stuff, mm -hmm. And it's coming out of a corporation and they're trying to get this drug. I mean, it could be, I don't know. You're the DM, but, but I figured out that this drug, I'm guessing it's, it's not like a drug from Colombia or Mexico. It's a drug that's being manufactured in a lab. Okay. You know? And they're trying to get it out there. So I don't know if you want to run with that, but mm -hmm. I'm, whether it's true or not, I'm trying to figure out what's going on with this. I don't know if it's going to be a corporation or something like that. I don't know how close it goes to the loop, but I'm trying to, mm -hmm. that's why I get involved in, in, in a group of kids investigating whatever, you know, okay. where these drugs are coming from. I think, I think that that's good, but your drive and I want to use that somehow, you know, in the, in the storytelling of this. So I, I like that, but your drive needs to be something that's maybe a little bit more broad strokes. Uh, okay. So think of it as, uh, and, and from what you're telling me, this would be the way I would probably phrase that if, that, if that's what you're really focusing on is, um, I have to get to the bottom of things or something like that, but here's some other ideas of what other people have done. Um, I want to find answers to the big questions in life. I need something to brag about. Uh, peer pressure makes me do it. There's more to this world than meets the eye. I'm in it for the thrill. Uh, I hate secrets. Um, I'll do anything to get away from home. How's this? Uh, being good at tech covers my insecurities. Social insecurities. Uh, no, that maybe isn't that. That may be more of a pride. Okay. <laughs> Just a second. Let me read the drive in the in the in the book, and I'll I'll come up with that. Um, they say I'm the most curious person alive. I'm drawn to anything different or strange. Uh, I'm doing it for love. I have a hunger for everything in life. Um, there's more to this world than meets the eye. I love puzzles. <laughs> <laughs> I love puzzles. I love cheese. The tin fromage. I love cheese. Um, Okay. I think I'm going to go with trying to 
prove that I'm smarter than people think. Smarter than people think. Yeah, trying to prove, trying to prove it. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Hey, I got my microphone working, so. Oh, good. That uh, sounds much better, yes. Yeah. And Christy, you've got yours. Dana, do you have yours? I believe so. Mm, Are you going like to share that. or just keep it to yourself? Oh, sorry. The world is not what it seems, which is obvious. <laughs> She's not a conspiracy nut, though. She just knows there's something different. But you, think but you think your dad killed your mom. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of like the anything to get away from home drive. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, kind of if, if I'm, I'm playing with the problem of the poor relationship with dad and like he's, he, I, I added also, he's kind of pressured to work the family farm, you know, mm-hmm. like he's, he doesn't necessarily want to do that with the rest of his life, but his dad is kind of making him do it. So any chance he has to have an excuse to get out of stuff or to get away from that for a while. All right. I think I got my drive needs to understand how things work. Okay. I think that can take us in a lot of different situations where he gets like, he gets in trouble around that too. Like he, he can't like everybody needs to leave and he still needs to figure out this thing, you know? Yeah. Like he's kind of constantly going down a rabbit hole with. Yeah. Something. And like everybody, he's, he loses concentration. I mean, he, cause he gets involved in something, you know? Yeah. And he also won't give things up. So, you know, he won't, when maybe he needs to let things go, he won't. Mm. Is that good? Yeah, that's good. I like that. Okay. So pride is next. And every kid has a pride, something that makes you feel strong, important and valuable. Pride uh, may be well-known to the group or a secret, uh, but again, I will use the pride sometimes to put you in trouble by setting up scenes that highlight or threaten your pride. Um, It's a tool for you to understand and play your kid. Uh, Problem and pride may uh, intertwine with one another, uh, and pride can even become a problem at times. Um, Once per mystery, you can check your pride. You'll see there's a box off to the side uh, of that on your sheet. You can check your pride uh, to get one automatic success in your role. Um, And does the checking the pride have to relate to the pride? Yeah, right. Uh, Yeah, kind of, but not. Not really. I mean, you can basically just say, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to use my pride, you know, in order to bolster this particular role. And you can do it before you roll it or after you roll it. It doesn't matter. You can check your pride at any time. Um, and so your prides, some different ideas here. Uh, I'm the smartest kid in school. Uh, when the shit hits the fan, I don't back down. Um, my machines will one day conquer the world. <laughs> um, no one, no one calls me chicken. Everybody likes me. I play the guitar. <laughs> so lots of different things there. And again, you can change your pride in between, uh, mysteries. Yeah. I honestly, I know it's, I know it's a, a prefab one, but I, I like the, 
you know, when the shit hits the fan, I don't back down. Mm-hmm. I can see that him being kind of stubborn in that way, like mm-hmm. in a good way. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think I can I do this one. I, I'm proud of my reptile collection in my garage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have sure. like the whole garage just dedicated to aquariums and terrarium terrariums where I've got snakes, lizards, frogs, even fish. And it's almost like a little museum of reptiles. And I'm very proud of that. Cool. And I'm good at keeping it alive. <laughs> but don't fuck with my reptile collection, GM. <laughs> oh, well. Uh-oh. Uh, see, now that's uh, <laughs> Episode that's a one, The Missing Reptiles. <laughs> the Dead Reptiles. <laughs> By the way, I changed my drive. Did you? Okay. Yeah. It's cool. making Meemaw proud. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Do you, do you guys live with your grandmother then? Um, let's see. I got to make that call for us. No, I'm going to say we live with mom and dad, but okay. we're maybe really close to grandma. You're, you're Meemaw's boys. Yeah, we're Meemaw's boys. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's about right. <laughs> I love cheese. Uh, I love cheese. I love cheese. <laughs> cheese, cheese. Iconic item is cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Just a, a wheel of Limburger cheese. <laughs> See what all could you do with cheese? Now, um, pride. <laughs> nope. Grate it. Shave it. You're you're running away from somebody, and you you take out the cheese and you grate it on the floor to see if they'll slip on it. There's something going on in my brother's room. Where's all that cheese? <laughs> Where's all that cheese? <laughs> For some reason, he likes the Swiss. I don't understand. Um, pride. Ah, oh, okay. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go with. Um, my baseball team's undefeated. All right, ladies, what are y'all thinking? And Andy, I think you might want to hone in a little bit more. On myself? Yeah, on yourself, rather than making it about the team. Okay. Um... Now, maybe... uh, it could be more of I'm I'm the best player on the team. Yeah, I was I was gonna say it. Okay. Why is there a little uh, box at the end? That's is so that you when can, you use it? That's so you can check your pride. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna use my 380 batting average. But you have to be able to explain how your pride helps you in a particular situation. Oh, God dang it. Okay. That's what, that's what makes this a little bit more difficult. Yeah, that one's... Okay. You can be prideful about, you know, uh, having a perfect batting average, but how is that going to help you in a situation where you're facing off against a killer robot? Hmm. Mm, okay. I guess I'd... I'd like to think about that one. 
No, that one's tough. That one is. I think that's probably one of the toughest things to actually kind of come up with, I think, for this game. Um, and again, good thing is you can always change it, you know, uh, at a okay. later time once you start to kind of feel, all right, so this is how I'm playing the character and it would make more sense if I was prideful about this. Torn between two things. Because mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm proud that I get to hang with these kids who are mostly a little older than me because mm-hmm. when we moved to town, like first grade, I guess they tested me to get me in and I skipped first grade mm. and ended up in second grade. So they don't know it necessarily, but I'm like, I'm ahead one grade and I do feel like maybe I'm the smartest kid in class kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But also the other thing is I sort of, um, I, I don't have a job, like not an official job, but I have a position of responsibility at Willard Library where they let me restock books, whereas mm-hmm. everybody else has to put them on the cart. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of like a big deal there. Mm-hmm. Adorable. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I'm torn. I would go with I'm the smartest kid in class. Um, because that's something that you probably feel like you have to constantly prove uh, to even your peers here that, you know, your friends with um, you, you have to live up to that. Okay. You know, again, the thing at Willard library, that's great. It's a great story that like a uh, story hook for the character, but that's not something that you could use in the heat of a moment outside of Willard Library. So <laughs> it's very specific to Willard Library, right? We get in stocking books at the grocery store. Right. <laughs> the robot, robot library. Okay. How about, I've, I have the, let's say I have the most stolen bases in my baseball league. Because that will talk about my athletic prowess at that point. Yeah, yeah, I think that's okay. I, if you wanted to simplify it, um, I can run fast. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm the fastest and the sneakiest. You know, because you're sneaking the bases. You know, they don't. Oh, yeah. they, they don't see you making the move. You know, but my but my sneak is zero. Mm. So mm-hmm. I can't really say I'm sneaky. Mm-hmm. Well, then All maybe right. you're just fast. Yeah, I think I'm just fast. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So my pride would be. Okay. Oh. Did we get you, uh, Dana? Yeah, I just put, I don't back down. Okay. Well, I won't back down. I don't think that song was out yet. I don't think so either. Yeah. No. <laughs> Love that song. Can't put it as my favorite. Okay. So we've got our prides. All right. Now, this is kind of where it starts getting a little bit tough. We're going to look at relationships now. Dialogue um, box. Now, I guess really before we do that, we probably need to come up with names uh, for everybody. Uh, at least for the three that are sitting here with us tonight. Uh, and I think um, uh, we've already got Jack, right? Yep. 
That'd Jack Plunker. Easy. easy. All I got to do is just change uh, the O to a A in uh, in Jock, mm-hmm. and then I can change that really easily. So thanks, thanks for that. No problem. <laughs> Thank you, Mike Deweese. Uh, so yeah, you guys are gonna have to come up with names for your characters now, ladies. <clears throat> All right, I'll just pick my first choice that I was thinking of. Wait a minute, where is it? Do we write it? Where do we write it at? Uh, where it says uh, "Troublemaker" on the top of yours, and where it says "Book uh, Bookworm" on the top of Christie's. Oh, okay. So we just replace that. Yep, at the very, very top left. Okay, her name is. Sh- oh, I need a last name too. <laughs> her name is. Yet. Sh- um, <laughs> you, last- you, you can just do first name for now, and you can add the last later if you. Okay, want. her given name is Sharon, which mm-hmm. is like very whatever, but she goes by Shay, and if you call her Sharon, she will pop you. <laughs> like S H A Y. Sure. That's her nickname, but. All right, so I changed it for the token. Christy. Gemma. Gemma. I think one of you should be Molly. (laughs) There has to be a Molly in 1983. (laughs) We didn't know any Mollies. Did we know any Mollies? Uh, I can't remember a Molly. I don't think Amy's and Andrea's and Michelle's. Lots of Amy's. Amy's. Lots of Stacy's and Michelle's. Stacy's, lots of Stacy's. Mm-hmm. Man, I thought there was a Molly. Oh, well. I'll have to think <laughs> about that one. <laughs> okay, so now we go in and then uh, take a look at the relationships. So if you hit the plus, um, it says new kid. Uh, and then under new, just put the first name uh, of uh, either Shay, um, Jack, or Gemma. How you spell Gemma? Where is it at? Oh, I see it. Never mind. It's on the screen. So cute. I like that name. The what under relationships? Um, hit the plus over yeah, on the yeah. side, and then uh, you actually are going to want to do that probably five times. So you're adding oh, gotcha, uh, extra uh, lines to that. Okay. Oops, sorry about that, uh, Dana. I did it for you. No, I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> so then we put the name under new or kid. Under new, and then where it says kid, then you're going to write what your relationship is to uh, that particular character. And for okay. now, for um, Mike and Kurt, just put Mike and Kurt in there for you, and then we'll change well, change the names later. Mike is Billy Joel. Oh, that's right, Billy Joel. I can change Billy Joel Plunker. Yeah. So that name kills me every time, brother. And then, and we do. One for each of the people playing this. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's correct. Is Hancock playing? Uh, he's not. Oh, okay. He's going to take a little downtime. 
And then what was your guys' names? Just put uh, Shay. That's Gemma okay. and Shay. G E M M A. J or G? G. I actually had a J in class. Oh, wow. And then. But she's spelling it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Shay is S H A E. Why? Why? Okay. Okay. So, anyway, for your relationships, um, this can be worked out with each other, or you can say, this is how I perceive the relationship with this particular kid. And you may be right, and you may be wrong. They may have a completely different uh, take on their relationship with you. Uh, and that is totally okay. Oh, so we just think, we put down whatever we think the relationship is, mm-hmm. regardless of if it's actually true or not. Yeah. And, and you need to kind of gear it towards as you're interacting with that character. And so it's a way for you to kind of express, you know, kind of how you're actually role-playing, you know, the character uh, against the other person. Okay. No. You don't want to really, because you guys are going to be spending a lot of time together, I would advise to not go too antagonistic um, with each other, uh, because that can really put a halt to the game uh, pretty quickly. Now, it may be, you know, maybe you think that uh, the other person doesn't think very highly of you, uh, or... uh, I think so-and-so looks down on me or something like that. And that's fine. And that can be something that can change over time. Uh, but uh, you, I would advise against saying, I really hate that Billy Joe fucker. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so we, we can work it out with other characters, but we can also just write whatever we perceive it too yes mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and and i don't want to sway you away completely from being antagonistic and i think you know like as the as the troublemaker obviously you know she's kind of the bad girl of the group and uh so she probably has some tenuous relationships probably with some of the characters but not so much that she's excluded from the group there's there's a reason why she's here yeah I take it back. I think this is the hardest part. Pride is not that hard. (laughs) This is the hardest part. And it's probably good to maybe go ahead and maybe open up some dialogue between the three of you guys to, you know, say, you know, why, why, why are we friends? Why are we hanging out together? You know, and some of that may be connected to your individual drives or your prides or, uh, or what have you. I think with Mike, that one's easy because it's just brothers until the end. Yeah, right. Um, and maybe it could be like, and I'm just throwing this out there. Uh, we have seen that Gemma is the smartest kid in class. 
and she's got this thing about the no one believes me about the voices in the walls at Willard Library. So she's kind of a little bit of a conspiracy theorist, maybe. Uh, but you know, maybe it's not an actual conspiracy. Maybe it's actually she is really hearing those voices, and maybe she said it so many times to around Shay that yeah. Shay has that kind of thing of look you have this secret people don't believe you i have the same kind of deal where i think my dad killed my mom we were and... best friends <laughs> but to but, but truthfully you know you guys really under no circumstances should be best friends but you know because of who you two are um and there may be like maybe like this personally attacked right now <laughs> no not you not you personally I know. um just now the, finding out after all these years because because she's the troublemaker she doesn't yeah. actually want to be seen with this kid who's the youngest one in the class and who's the bookworm who's the smartest oh. kid she don't want to be seen with her but secretly she confides in her you know so i mean that may be that kind of dichotomy of, of this thing where your friends when you're in the group but outside yeah. of the group you don't want to be seen with her okay just throwing it out there just like, uh, just, no i like that okay. I like thank you for talking that through because truthfully like okay i mean we look back at at us in high school and before you guys came along <laughs> uh i was the secret closet gamer you know that hung out with uh you know all the theater kids most of the time and then i had this other group of guys the vindicators you know lewis and and james and uh all these other guys that i would role play with but nary the two should ever meet uh i i did not want my theater friends uh knowing that i was hanging out with these other guys and and the other guys knew i hung out with my theater friends but we just didn't cross pollinate you know uh, and that's something that, as I grew older, something that I really regretted and, and you know, uh, saw how clicky that was. And I think that's, too, why, as I got older, you know, junior, senior year, ended up bringing you guys into it, you know, was because it was a way to kind of bridge that gap of, of two groups that I really liked, you know, hanging out with, so... And that's why I love this game too uh, so much is because it's so nostalgic. Uh, and I think as I we get triggered. into it. Huh? I felt triggered trying to go pick an archetype. I was like, this is who I think I was. This is who <laughs> I wanted to be. But this is how I think people saw me. I'm not going to say what it was. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. No. A I, jock. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was a little triggered. <laughs> it was hard. <laughs> and then I just stopped thinking and picked one. So. <laughs> All right. So I, so with Gemma, I think Gemma's going to be my secret crush, but I don't think that I'm smart enough to play on her level. So that's why, that's why I, she's my secret crush. Mm -hmm. I was then, actually going to say that I thought, I think that Jack is intimidated by my superior intellect. So I'm going to be extra patronizing and nice to him because I think that's the way to go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and see, and you developed a secret crush then. 
And then Shay, I think, sorry, Shay, but I, I'm going to find you annoying. I was literally going to write this down too. You <laughs> said annoying, but we work together. We have to work together. <sighs> I keep it, it like I keep imagining Emilio Estevez's character and Ali Sheedy's character off of uh, uh, Breakfast Club. Yeah, Breakfast Club. So. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like that. <laughs> I idolized Shay. Um, I think oh, she's shit. God damn it, guys! I just shut down Foundry. You're gonna have to probably go back in there. Why do I do that? It's the uh, second time I've done that. Oh, then then kick me out. Uh, it will. Oh. All right, everybody, back in. Yep. Okay. All right, so <laughs> I like what you put there, uh, Christy. Poor guy's intimidated by my smarts. <laughs> <laughs> I am picturing that Kurt is probably going to go about as young as he possibly can. I have a feeling he's probably going to go like 10 <laughs> for his character. Say, I don't say, know. say it again. I, I think Kurt is probably going to go very young for his character. I don't know why I think that, but I, I think he's going to go like for 10. I'll bet he's going to be very dapper. So. <laughs> yeah, probably so. Because <laughs> he, I forgot. He's a computer geek. Computer geek, okay. So if he's younger and I write, if he's the youngest and I write, maybe I'm a little protective of him and he ends up being 15, I can change that, right? <laughs> yeah, if need be, but I mean, even if he was 15, I think you could still be protective of him because yeah, he's pretty nerdy. Yeah. Nerdy, yeah. okay. Mm -hmm. Fair point. And, Not, and and for for Gemma that may be a, a good thing for you and him is at least I'm not the nerdiest of the of the group. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're always one nerdier. Yeah. Okay. I think I have an older sister who mm, great. no longer lives in the house. Mm -hmm. um, she and my parents um, had a lot of fights. Mm -hmm. He was the troublemaker and I was the good kid they could ignore. Mm -hmm. But all of that, that friction and drama among that like older sibling girl makes me feel like everything that she did that was bad that I see echoed in Shay because I miss my sister mm -hmm. being around makes me like feel more and more enamored of Shay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Someday I'll get to wear some black lipstick or nail polish or something <laughs> like that. Right. <laughs> after my birthday. <laughs> okay. 
everybody kind of have most of their stuff uh, and if you want to wait until uh, the other guys get their characters put together to add on to that you can you know we can set that relationship up later if you want or if uh, something pops up in the meantime you know we can we can do that I'll be recording theirs as well and then I'll put this up you guys can watch it and then you can maybe build off of that you know once uh, once you get to see what they do that's kind of tough not knowing them though right Oops, yeah. like we don't really know who their characters are yet i mean yeah. you do yeah I know what I, it's like. if you kind of take in mind I, well and i can i will give you what they have put for some of you guys uh, so Shay, who's the troublemaker, <coughs> uh, is protective of, uh, Kurt, your character. Uh, what, what is his name again? It's, uh, Corey. Corey, right? Okay. So she feels protective of you. Okay. Because she sees you as a bit of a nerd and that you need, you need protection. <coughs> At, uh. That's uh, Christy. Uh, that's uh, Danis. Danis, okay. Mm-hmm. And Kurt, what's your character's name? Corey. Corey. All right. Okay, that's good. That's good to know. And then for Billy Joe, uh, she admires you because uh, I think she kind of looks at you as somebody that's, that's like will stand up to bullies and stuff like that. Gotcha. Uh, so that's her view of the two of you. Uh, Gemma actually has opted not to fill those out. I think she's going to wait until she gets to know you all maybe a little bit better. Uh, Andy. And Gemma is what? What's her her type? Uh, she is a bookworm. Okay. And then Jack. Uh, for Billy Joe, he's got brothers until the end. And for Corey, uh, he's got, doesn't understand him, uh, nor what he does. <laughs> All right. Jack's a what? Jack's a jock. And do we put the, the description of that relationship where it says kid? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Billy Joe, you're you're on a farm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I like that you put that you compete with Gemma for the uh, best grades because yeah. uh, her pride is I'm the smartest kid in class. <laughs> <laughs> See, I th- I'm smarter than her, but I don't get as good at grades because I'm too into like getting to the bottom of things, too into the technology. So at night, instead of doing stupid homework, I'll be like working on a radio or in a computer or something, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's not, I don't know if it's competing for the best grade, but sort of competing for like being regarded as intelligent, right? Mm-hmm. And our one manifestation of that. But I'll, it could work. Grades is good.
Yeah, I like the idea there, Mike, of the strong brotherly bond, but jealous of his freedom from the farm. Um, and I could almost see the same kind of pressure from his dad, uh, where he spotted his ability as a sports kid, you know, especially with baseball, mm-hmm. uh, that he really pushed him into that. And he's like, you're really good at this, you know, and uh, we need to get you out there and taking lessons. And so he's, yeah. he knows that he's not good enough at baseball himself. So he probably hired some guy to teach him how to play baseball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's, he spends almost no time with him on that, but he, he knows he's got talent. He keeps pushing him and pushing him and pushing him right. to be good at it. Like maybe he was a really good football player, but never really touched a baseball in all of his life. And he knows that because of Jack's build, uh, there's no way he's going to be a football player. So baseball. Yeah, I, yeah, but it's I don't know baseball. about baseball, but this right. guy does. My, my buddy from high school, he knows exactly what to do. He's going to teach you everything. So don't mm-hmm. go there. So he yeah, keeps go, go get a scholarship, away. make it to mm-hmm. the big leagues. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I can see there could be a bond between you and Corey then too, uh, since, you know, you guys are both kind of techies at heart, but like. In, Who's a techie at heart? Uh, Billy Joe. Yeah, like more of a tinkerer, like mm-hmm. with um, what's your en- engines and tree houses and stuff. Yeah. Well, let me just change this a little bit then. So I wrote that I don't like the fact that Billy Joe, I don't like farms and I don't like that Billy Joe smells like manure a lot, but that we really uh, enjoy each other's company and have a lot to talk about and share ideas okay. and, Stet- and Stetson Cologne. <laughs> <laughs> I think Corey probably wears high karate. <laughs> <laughs> and I got, uh, yeah, for, yeah, I think I got all of them down. I was uh, over at dad's several it's probably been a couple months ago now but just kind of helping him clean and go through stuff and throw stuff away and i was in his bathroom and he's kind of going through mom's stuff and getting rid of a bunch of that stuff and and i picked up this bottle and i was like holy shit that's a bottle of high karate <laughs> from a, from a 1976 vintage bottle of high karate? <laughs> yes still there is it okay it, oh no! It, it, it smells, smells like high karate. <laughs> uh, I could I could have drunk that and probably killed myself like with one with one shot. <laughs> and it was tell all, me you saved it though. It was we all slimy, like like the outside <laughs> of the bottle was all completely slimy and everything. I'm oh. like, oh, <laughs> I I couldn't bear to even clean it off. I was like, oh, I got to throw this away, but it's killing me to do it. Cabinets <laughs> <laughs> in a lot. Uh, vintage high karate you could have you could have probably sold that on ebay and retired but the thing is kurt is that they've been through two houses since he would have bought that high karate and they thought about it and said should we keep this or not and the answer was yes twice twice <laughs> yeah, keep the high karate i still wear it <laughs> Yeah, the question is, we still using it. 
Uh, no, definitely not. It, yeah, it's, yeah. Like it's, it, it's, it's high karate it's, for God's sake. No, I'm not throwing it away. <laughs> it's the finest. I don't, I don't know high karate. I remember like Dakar or whatever they called oh, it. Dracar Noir. Yeah, yeah. That one, and I remember that was a popular one. Polo, Calvin Klein one that everybody wore. I was, I was a polo man myself. I mean, a polo, that was it, not Calvin Klein, it was polo. That's mm. what it was. I had a bottle of polo and I had a bottle of Dracar Noir. That's what I had, Dracar Noir, yeah. I also had some Pierre Cardin. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so there's one more relationship that we need to flesh out, uh, and that's going back up to uh, the one, two, three, third line down, which is anchor. Uh, your anchor is somebody that you can go to for support, comfort, and care. It can be a friend, a parent, a teacher, a neighbor, but it can't be one of the other kids uh, yeah. on your list. So if you end up suffering from one or more conditions, you would spend a scene uh, after uh, getting those conditions going to your anchor uh, to help basically heal uh, whatever that condition would be. I feel like my anchor would be the guy at the hardware store, <laughs> like Hank at the hardware store. Yeah. Just cause he, you know, he likes to tinker. So he goes down there and messes with tools and nuts and bolts all the time and has just developed this relationship with the storekeeper, mm -hmm. you know, gets advice from him and, sits and eats lunch with him sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I like that. Mm -hmm. What about Corey? Ms. Daniels. She's the uh, flower shop owner. Mm. And what's your connection to her? Florist. She's the florist owner. Mm -hmm. the local florist she's also my neighbor your neighbor yeah so i can i can visit her at the florist in town which is usually where i see her after school and because like you know going i don't usually go over to her house anymore so as a kid uh when my parents couldn't take care of me she was they always they always sent me over there to be babysat when they went to dinner or whatever that's where i always was right and also my parents worked till late so i'd always come home from school and be at her house but now that I'm older, I can go to my house alone, but I still stop by the florist and see her every day on the way home from school. Make sense? Mm -hmm. Sure. But she's old. She's old. She's probably, to me, she seems like 80, but she's probably more like 60. Mm -hmm. Hey, just as a... Do you think maybe that she is also maybe the same, has the same heritage that you do or similar heritage maybe since you're adopted and, and Asian? Would that can. be? We can do that. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's just an idea. Just an idea. Might be an interesting little role play thing, you know, that she's somebody from your country where you were born 
you know, well, how about if she's not from my country, but my mm. parents take me to her because they wanted, because she was Asian, but she's actually from, from China. Sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm yeah. not. Right. I'm from, I'm from Thailand. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, I think that's, that's even better. <laughs> so like you, you basically got forced on this poor woman because you look a little bit like her. <laughs> right. And you wanted me to get, you know, be connected to my culture or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, but it's not my culture and sure. I know what your culture is. Yeah. 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 Let's go Japanese. She's Japanese. No, I think, I, oh, country. I, I think Chinese is better. J- Japanese would be good because we do have a fairly, uh, high concentration of, uh, Japanese individuals in town because uh, of but, one of the companies that has moved in and the sister, uh, city that we have uh overseas in japan yeah um, so I'm, I'm thai in terms of my cultural background mm-hmm. japanese mm-hmm. okay yeah i think that would be good we gotta come up with a, uh, a name for her uh, floral shop <laughs> and that can be an adult whereas normally the adults in this game are just not yeah helpful right mm-hmm. yeah and they still may not believe you mm-hmm. or may not be able to help you solve the mystery uh but they will at least be someone that you can confide in and make you feel better and that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be honest with them when you go to talk to them. It's just somebody that you feel comforted with or that you can go to that will help put a Band-Aid on your wounds and stuff like that. So, yeah, just somebody that you can trust. Um, I have a cool aunt. Oh, we lost Andy. Oh, no. He probably did the same thing I did and <laughs> closed out of it. <laughs> and then uh, for your aunt, uh, just make sure when you're typing that in, uh, give her a name just so I have access to it. So my mom's name is Virginia, mm-hmm. but she goes by Ginny. Mm-hmm. So Ginny and Gemma. And then her sister is my cool aunt. Mm-hmm. And because their parents named them after where they were conceived, mm-hmm. her name is Florida. Oh, <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, now, you mentioned your sister and you've mentioned your mom. Mm-hmm. You can add that under relationships. Uh, so if you want to add another line in there, if you wouldn't mind, go ahead and put that in there and put your mom's name and your sister's name. And then next to that, just uh, mark it that that's your mom, your sister, uh, and maybe what your relationship is with them. Okay. Just so again, I've got, you know, access to those as I'm looking at your character sheets and I might be able to bring them into play in some manner, you know, that'll so We can have a relationship to an NPC. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And we need to put those in our relationships. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
I'm just reiterating. Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was writing and listening. I just want to make sure. Okay. Yep, no problem. <laughs> God bless you, please, Mrs. Robinson. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I'm terrible at coming up with names. But it works. She makes you feel better. Who is Mrs. Robinson? Um, she is an elderly woman that lives um, in or near my neighborhood or in the neighborhood that I, I have a whole story that I can add here, but it's not necessary. Um, I help her out sometimes. And I was going to make that part of my pride, but then I was like, I can't really use that in uh, gameplay. <clears throat> but I think she, because my mother is gone, I think she kind of, and I'm not close to my grandparents. <clears throat> She's sort of that figure, that parental, grand, grand parental figure that I don't have. <clears throat> I think she's a widow. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll probably like mm-hmm. rake her lawn and she'll make me some cookies. <laughs> mm-hmm. But still an elderly lady, just, uh, just whatever. If I tell her a story, like if I need help, like, I think my dad killed my mom. She'd be like, honey, have another cookie. <laughs> just stressed out. <clears throat> Andy's working on getting back in. He had to reboot. Um, for your sister, Danielle, uh, <laughs> Christy, when she left home, did she leave town? I'm not sure. See, I think, I thought that she was going to live with the cool aunt, but then the cool aunt moved to town Mm -hmm. and she wasn't living with her. So Mm -hmm. now I'm kind of confused, but when I try to bring it up with my mom, I, like, I can't figure it out. Mm-hmm. And maybe she's with my dad because my dad, I, I haven't seen him in like a really long time. He works a lot, mm-hmm. but it's like, I asked my mom about it and she's like, oh, he was here while you were asleep. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so they're still married. You just don't see him. They might be getting a divorce. <coughs> okay. She doesn't like talking about him. And she just recently took on a second job. But dad is, um, I don't have a name for him. So Mm -hmm. I'll take suggestions, but he's a meteorologist. (laughs) And he's actually, he's on television as the Mm -hmm. meteorologist. Mm -hmm. And he also consults with DARPA. Because those scientists want to be sure they're aware of any um, seismic activity, any magnetic storms or electrical storms coming through so they can adjust their machinery, their, mm-hmm. their devices. So um, so he's he kind of works two jobs, too. I guess I'm in a family of overachievers. But lately, I've not seen him on the news in the same way. Like usually he's on location with the wind blowing and he's in a raincoat and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But the, mo- the more recent times that I've seen his report, it's like he's in the studio and it's a little um, sketchy, like sort of, I'm looking, 
thinking Max Headroom like <laughs> like it looks glitchy, uh -huh. um, but it's still him. So I know I know he's around. I know he's in town. I just haven't seen him like, and he missed my last birthday. Mm. He was here for the birthday before that. So, well, so he, definitely he, at least a couple of years ago. What you're telling me is, he, is he's always up against a green screen. That's that's the only time you ever see him, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't know what they called that in the 80s. Did they I think it, yeah, it was a green screen. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fancy. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Yeah, he looks like like he looks like a hologram, you know? Mm -hmm. It looks like he's been beamed in. Okay. In front of a green screen. Mm -hmm. You're just filling me with story seeds here. I love it. <laughs> it's just a day in my life. <laughs> um, okay. Well, while we're waiting for Andy to kind of get back uh in here with us um we have i think filled everything out at this point so now we need to discuss um oh his, his entire background has changed yep there he yep. is <laughs> I, I opened reopen foundry and everything started freezing so mm. i don't know i don't know what went wrong there Um, so I'm going to ask you some questions, and since I'm recording this, I, I, I guess I don't have to actually write the answers down, so you can just speak freely. Um, in what way has your problem gone from bad to worse lately? Um, okay. So... I'm going to say, I'm going to, without talking to Mike here, um, since my problem is always competing against my brother, it I'm starting to recognize that he is a lot smarter than I am, which is one of my hangups because I don't like it when people are smarter than I am um, because he is pretty good at putting things together. Mm -hmm. And being 13 and being kind of more country, uh, dad kind of spends more time with him. Uh, being, you know, being out in the country. And I, I, again, I haven't talked to Mike about our parents, so mm -hmm. I'm only assuming that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so there's a little jealousy kind of building up maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Christy, you want to go next? Um, yeah, I, I was going to say I was going to take suggestions because I have no idea, but I just had an idea. So. Um, <laughs> I think the only person who was an adult who used to humor me about it is my cool aunt. Hmm. But lately, she's been a little bit distracted because she started dating some guy who works at DARPA. Hmm. So... Um, <clears throat> It's a little, it's a little harder to get her to pay attention. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to start maybe talking to other people about it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's cool. 
So I think that um, right after my, I, I got back from being sent away and then discovering my mom was dead, dad was pretty, I think he was probably depressed or something, it seemed. He spent a lot of time in his study, um, kind of to himself, but we still had meals together. You know, I would kind of help him make things, but <clears throat> it wasn't like before when mom was here. He was uh, more playful with me, would <clears throat> talk about books with me and and experiments and things that um, at the college <clears throat> where he where he works at U of E. Um, but <clears throat> what does he teach? Um, in bioengineering is that? <laughs> I think that's right. Okay. Uh, U of E doesn't have bioengineering. Sorry, it does now. <laughs> <laughs> um. But lately, um, I've been getting angrier because he, anytime I bring up my mother or reference her, like, uh, you know, that was mom's favorite flower or something, he'll snap at me. He gets, ang he's getting angrier with me. Um, and we're fighting a little bit more about it. Mm -hmm. But I, I don't ever say, I think you killed her. It's just a, things I'm putting together in my head. Mm -hmm. And you said your mom worked at DARPA, right? Yeah. She okay. was a scientist and he is a professor, mm -hmm. but you know, works in a lab too. At mm -hmm. the school. Okay, cool. And so now I kind of know what both of your parents do. Um, Gemma, uh, I know what your dad does. What does mom do? Um, there's a family business that she grew up in around, which is the restaurant business. Just basically, um, Something like, like the Hornet's Nest or Hornville Tavern or, or something like that. So that was what she did before she was in college. And she, she might have dropped out of college after a few years as a math major mm -hmm. to have kids. Um, since my sibling and I are pretty far apart in age, she must have been kind of young when she had uh, Danielle. So... After that, I mean, more recently, like within the last several years that I know of, she's worked for, um, oh, what's the name of it? There's a restaurant called Ten Man, and it's, um, it's a Japanese restaurant, the Goyoso uh, Dumplings. I can't pronounce. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. The G-Y-Z-O. What the heck? How do you spell that? Uh -huh. You know what I mean, though. I, I think I know what you mean. I don't it's know. Like a dumpling spelling. house. Mm -hmm. It's like mm -hmm. a dumpling house. And there's one in Evansville now that's like a sister restaurant by the same company that has the, the restaurant in Japan. Hmm. And it's um, the 10 man two. Okay. Or the 20, as, as we locals may call it. Mm -hmm. um, so she works there doing the books, um, the accounting. Now, when you're you're saying Tin Man, right? T i n m a n. T e n. Oh, okay. T e n m a n, and it's just one word. Got it. Okay. Um, and then they did I not write that down somewhere? I did. Tin Man too. Okay, so she does the books. She's like their accounting person, and so she's there pretty regularly. 
-hmm. as a regular job. But then lately, very recently, she took a second job working closer to where we live um, at the Tennessean. So we sometimes get to go there and she'll bring us French fries out the back door. <laughs> That's hilarious because my background I'm working on right now is the Tennessean. <laughs> I kid you not. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. Well, she, she could just pick up additional hours at the 10 man, but it's kind of a, a swanky place. And, you know, she's, she, She's going to pick up a shift somewhere just totally across town. Hmm. What's your backstory with the Tennessean? Again, I, I need to talk to Mike. <laughs> I've got, I've got an idea, but we definitely have to talk to, I have to talk to my brother. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious about that. Uh, Cause yeah, that's, that's formulating some more plans here for me. I love that place. <laughs> In what way has your problem gone from bad to worse lately? Oh, that's easy for me. Do we write this down or do we? No, just, uh, you can just tell me. Uh, we had to get her out of jail. Police got a hold of her Ooh. and already busted her and told her she had to stop, but she's not stopping. Mm. Is she on house arrest? Oh. That 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 might uh, make it more difficult uh, to to role play. I, that that's probably a bad bad suggestion. Home all the time. Yeah, <clears throat> I th- let's let's give her a little more breathing room than that. Mm-hmm. She she kind of talked her way out of it and um, blamed it on someone else. Mm-hmm. Said that she she wasn't a friend told her to do it, and she that's also a problem because she set up someone else in the you know there someone else that was also selling drugs so she now, ra- she ran it on them and now they're mad at her yeah mm-hmm. so there's some stuff going on there Is that good yeah that's good what about you mikey um <clears throat> i don't know i wondering that like maybe since you know he's a teenager now maybe just the the pressure is just getting worse like his his dad is really kind of leaning on him to like not go to college and just take over the farm and um i don't know that's kind of just restating what the problem is but or could it be that you're really starting to see the wedge that this is driving between you and jack Oh yeah. Because yeah, like I, I, I'm, I'm aware, like maybe just a, a self-awareness is kind of coming on that, you know, my, my jealousy of him not having to do the farm stuff and kind of getting other attention, you know, maybe I'm just becoming aware of that and you know, you're kind of resenting my dad even more or resenting that situation even more. Mm-hmm. It could be as specific as that your dad forbid you to apply to colleges and he discovered your uh, an exception. Yeah, or, or yeah, or, or something like that. Like there was an application for like a, a summer institute or something, like a, a summer makerspace institute or something that he tore up because he didn't want me doing that. He just wanted me on the farm. Hmm. Cool. Okay. Um, 
I already know this, I think, from... Like, we can even ratchet it up a level where the person she turned in wasn't a, another drug dealer. It was like the person supplying her drugs. The police forced her to, to get her free. She had to turn mm-hmm. in her supplier. Mm-hmm. But, but if, now, she, if she's still selling, where's she getting that from? Yeah, so that, that would then it would probably that would that would be a pretty big end to the selling, wouldn't it? So mm-hmm. yeah, plus that would that would immediately put you in a a situation where she would be people would be coming after her. So mm-hmm. we'd have, that would uh yeah. So let's say she turned in her at the school. Or m- maybe it was the the rival, you know, yeah. somebody else that was uh, that was selling and she threw them under the bus and their, their boss is now <laughs> gunning for her. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. Um, we've talked about siblings and stuff like that. Um, what does your room look like? Oh, that, that's easy. I have baseball paraphernalia everywhere. So my, my, by the way, by the way, the, the, my, my item is a lucky signed 1983 world series baseball. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Who, who won that? Uh, I think it was the Phillies. Okay. Uh, it was, I know the Orioles and the Phillies played, but I don't know. Who won that? 1983. What's your favorite team? Uh, it was definitely the Phillies. Mm-hmm. Definitely the Phillies, though. That's not actually my favorite team, but that... Right. Yeah. That's my favorite team. Is this the Cardinals? Did, we, did you hear we got Albert Pujols back? I, I hate to say this, but I Everyone think baseball I think baseball is too slow, and <laughs> I can't watch it. It's It's... It's actually kind of boring. Uh, being a soccer parent, I have learned the art of the game of soccer. And um, yeah, sorry, sorry for all you baseball viewers out there. Wait, wait a minute! You're telling me that soccer is exciting? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, oh, the boy. crescendo of soccer is awesome. Okay, I'm watching the wrong games. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, it's the Baltimore Orioles or the Phillies. So the Orioles won, uh, but the Phillies, uh, yeah, four to one. Quincy, you're too early. <laughs> That's what I was the clock yet. <laughs> you're ten minutes early. Jump is cute. <laughs> come on, just come on in. I know. Quit bitching. Come in. Get in here. We'll wake everybody up. <laughs> So cute. Um, what about the, the the other two? What are what do your rooms look like? Shut <laughs> up! Just get up here. I think my room um, has a lot of the things in it that I would have had in grade school, uh, like a princess bed with a canopy and very. Oh my god! <laughs> but uh-huh. um, I've, I've still got those things. It's all but, ripped and painted black. Possibly, <laughs> will not rip. She's not a psycho, but um, I, there's, I mean, she's plastered the flowery wallpaper with um, posters, you know, uh, Peter Murphy's up there and Billy Idol and 
uh, since we don't have a rocker, I'll go a little rocker here. Um, and Susie, I mean, Susie Sue and Adam Ant and Sex Pistols and things like that. She's got stuff just plastered everywhere. So you can't really see the pink flowery wallpaper anymore. Um, I think she's got a lot of books uh, given to her by her mother and father before, you know, when they were together. And um, probably one teddy bear that she's stayed she's probably shoved all the stuffed animals under the bed except for one teddy bear <clears throat> um and it's like a, a panda bear i think mm. a red bear panda bear <laughs> well loved and she keeps it kind of behind her pillow mm -hmm. but i think that's a comfort item at night sometimes cool what about uh, Gemma? um Gemma has a, a tendency that maybe she picked up from her dad to scrounge. So I have a lot of found objects and a, like the beginning of a ladder collection. So I have a few ladders here and there with pieces of wood that I've dragged from, from alleyways or um, dump sites and put up to make bookshelves and like sort of a, a fort. There's a bookshelf and my bed is behind it. So you come in and it <laughs> looks like just books. And yeah. then behind that is the bed. But I think also if I'm doing a homework assignment or trying to figure something out or decide like who's who in, in school or who knows who, I think I've got a red string wall on my bulletin board. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna walk back. I think Mike and I are gonna be in bunk beds in the same room. Okay. Think yeah. Sorry, Mike, but making that call. <laughs> You're gonna call top bunk now. <laughs> the top or a bottom. <laughs> no, that's a, that's the thing is every night we fight it out to see who gets the top bunk versus the bottom bunk. Um, okay, here's something that we kind of need to discuss, and that is, where do you go to school? Do the same schools exist? Yes. <clears throat> and we don't, we're not necessarily at the same school. Are we picking one school or... Which works best, do you think? It would probably work best if we were all at the same school. Okay. So in the 80s, man. So if we're going to be country, then like for Mike and I to be country, we'd have to be on the far west side. Or north. No, I mean, David, I mean, we're talking like, Cynthia Heights. I have no idea what that is. <laughs> that I mean, that's like on the far west side. I mean, you're practically in Posey County if we're gonna if we're gonna be country. Um, we had some country boys at at our school. Oh yeah, yeah, but I mean, not like not like rights in the '80s, man. <laughs> rights in the '80s were. Or Scott uh, Scott School had a lot of. Yeah, Scott School had some country people. 
Mm-hmm. We could do like we could do at Hillfrid Park. None of these names. I mean, rights. I know. I don't know some of these names. <laughs> um, might if Evansville might have developed in such a way with the new tech that all the kids were bused to a central, like twelve-story school or if oh, like a single uh, school like, kind of thing. Like oh. the big the big company came in. Company school. That, that could be a possibility. Company. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. We could do that. And then that way we're not tied down to anything too specific. And then that way too, you guys could be from different parts of the town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then I Thanks. think I live over by U of E in those fancy old houses there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I kind of like that idea. We got to come up with a name for that school. The Penopticon. <laughs> <laughs> the pen, for short. <laughs> Penopticon, is that what you, can you spell that? Our, our mascot's straight pen. <laughs> <laughs> Only thing can people can be our mascot. <laughs> Roving eyeball. <laughs> Around. Okay. I I like that idea, though. I mean, that that can really kind of explain, you know, how we have a diverse group of individuals, you know, uh, from from different parts of the city and kind of coming together. So, yeah, I like that. I think the name of the school would be like a DARPA or a DARP. Uh, <laughs> what, wait, what did we say it was? We can't use DARPA. Yeah, DARPA. Yeah, DARPA. Yeah. Oh, we are using DARPA. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I thought you said we had to use something different than DARPA. Nope. Um, it could be like a DARPA administrator who like founded that. So mm-hmm. we could leave that the name up to the, the GM there. Did we pick a hideout? Not yet. Oh, okay. Get, getting ready to. Yeah. Okay. I have one in mind. Okay. I have several in mind. <laughs> well, at least two. Um, okay, so I'll work on the idea of the uh, of the school uh, and and get that kind of set up. What what is the criteria though of attending that school? Because grades aren't necessarily going to be it. Because we know that maybe Jack isn't the best student, uh, and probably same thing probably for. Uh, uh, Shay as well. Uh, I think it's just public school. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I mean, there's no, it's not like an elitist type school. Magnet school or a, what do you call it? It could just be the age range and that all the kids of that age range go to that school. Okay, so it's, so it's a pretty big school then in comparison to, you know, what we remembered. Yeah. Uh, so you're Oak Hill Middle School and Vogel and all that sort of stuff, then, you know, it would be decent amount of kids. Then I mean, because let's see, hold on, the youngest kid is 10, so that kid would be in fifth grade. Mm-hmm. Otis kid is 15, so that kid would be a sophomore in high school. It's like Hogwarts. It's like from 11 to, or 10, we can make it 10 to 18. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, yeah, because that's because even if we didn't do that, we'd have kids at different schools. I don't think it meant. I don't. I think that's you know. 
politics that don't matter. Yeah. We could all be at the same grounds, but have different facilities. Yeah. Like yeah. there's three towers, but instead it's like three. So to be like a campus, basically. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, the Lovecraft Institute on Lock and Key. Mm-hmm. Have you guys seen that show? So we could place this essentially where your tech center now is, because sure. that's the area where the uh, the three towers, uh, the cooling towers for the uh, um, uh, spinny thing, <laughs> the gravitron. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> would uh, would be located. Uh, I think that would be in that uh, area. Yeah, Where is that at? that's off of uh, Morgan Avenue. Well, it, it's literally oh, right. Lynch. I'm sorry, Lynch, Avenue. right next to where JoJo's and Denny's used to be. Yep, mm-hmm. Denny's is now. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, Kurt, what do your parents do for work? They're retired. No, I um. In the game, yeah, um, in the game. <laughs> uh, I think let's go pre-working class with these folks. Like I don't know, like um, I don't want them to be rich. I want them to be just you know folks working every day at their their jobs. Nothing fancy, but also not poor. So kind of kind of. Factories or factory in town? Mm-hmm. Plenty, plenty old factories. Yeah, uh, I think my dad works at the factory. There, that might be the Thunderbolt factory uh, yeah. that, that builds the magnetrine ships. That would be a good place for him. But he works there at the at the Thunderbolt factory. My mom's a teacher's aide. Okay. So she goes in and pretty much helps out kids in classrooms, but isn't a teacher. Mm-hmm. So she paid pretty much. Just a, a little bit above minimum wage for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, I'm glad you brought that up because one of the things that we talked about was school uh, and you know where the kids go to school and so forth. And uh, we, they actually came up with the idea that uh, DARPA or DART has come in and offered a bunch of funding uh, to the school corporation. And the whole structure of uh, the schooling here within Evansville now has has changed completely. And they're basically doing it in blocks. So your kindergarten through uh, like, I guess, fourth grade, all go to one campus. And then uh, the campus that you guys are in are like the 10-year-olds through the 15-year-olds. And then there's like a high school campus elsewhere. Um, so it's basically just a consolidated thing and kids from all across the city essentially are coming to these schools and they're being bussed in on these magnetrine buses, uh, which is what Evansville has kind of now become known for is, is their, uh, transit system that they've got, uh, and how efficient it is because it bypasses all, uh, basically road traffic and you can get places super fast on these, uh, magnetrine, uh, buses. And since DART is in control of this now, they're the ones that are basically providing this for the school system. So it just buses kids in from all across the city. 
Nice. Um, so your mom could be working for, you know, one of those schools. Yeah. It doesn't have to be for the one that you're at, but it could be, you know, for the high school or the, the uh, preliminary school. She's at the preliminary school. Okay. Younger kids. Um, you've answered the sibling questions, both of you. What does your room look like? Um, now, I will say that uh, Andy, Mike, uh, since you guys are twins, he uh, did say that you guys share a room. Uh, yeah. But um, your half can certainly look different than his half. Yeah, I'd say there's like a poster of some bikini-clad somebody. Uh, Farrah Fawcett. <laughs> Farrah, yeah, I'll say Farrah Fawcett. Uh, one of the, a, one of the Charlie's Angels, whatever. That's, a, that's maybe a little bit dated, but <laughs> yeah, but that you know that that still checks out. Um, yeah, probably just like you know, like if he has like a little study desk or something, it probably has a, a disassembled carburetor on it from a tractor or a lawnmower or something. Um, a little little transistor radio to listen to the radio. Mm -hmm. And does Corey have any uh, lizards or snakes in his room or are they all in the garage? No, they're all in the garage. Definitely. My room's basically like a workshop for, for both co computers, video gaming, <laughs> gaming the, and, and, and fiddling with stuff and building like little technological things. So I've got like a, a workspace table. I've got a, a, a gaming table. Uh, and that's, that's, that's most of the room. You know, I, I just picture this room that is just filled with electronic equipment and televisions yeah. and <laughs> just stuff everywhere and weird lights shining through. <laughs> yeah, they're kind of nerdy action figures, like, sort of scattered on the technology. So you'll see the computer and there'll be a couple action figures there. And then on the workbench, a couple action figures over here and they're all very mixed genre. Mm -hmm. So you'll see a Marvel superhero with a Star Wars figure with a, you know, all, all kind of mixed up together. Cool. All right, so I'm curious to hear about your uh, idea for the hideout. I think we need, I think our hideout should be the hubcap building. You guys remember the hubcap oh, building? The hubcap downtown, yeah. <laughs> oh. Chris, I know you guys do because there's no way you didn't know this. Covered in. I don't know, I, mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think I can oh. share. Oh, you're talking about okay. The guy would collect them and just put them up on this fence, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here. Okay. Um, you. can you guys see that? Yeah. This guy right here. Forgot <laughs> <laughs> about that. Golly. <laughs> and it wasn't necessarily that long ago that they actually closed that thing down. <laughs> no, no. Either that or if, of course, we're all on bikes, but we could do the house combo. That's well, still got to be creepy Santa on there. It needs to be some, the hideout needs to be someplace that nobody else can get into. Oh, or, okay. or it's a private, fairly private place. Uh, where you could kick other people out if, mm. if they came in. Okay. I mean, Pigeon Creek would be right next to the school. 
Um, I was your... thinking either the loft or something like the loft, mm-hmm. an abandoned building, and we go in the loft, mm-hmm. um, or the grotto, but maybe there's like a, a sort of a tunnel system that we could go into mm-hmm. from the grotto, which mm-hmm. doesn't anymore and neither does the loft i'm aware (laughs) (laughs) those are my ideas we could alter or veto what do you think christy i don't have any thoughts and we'd kick them okay here i got an idea how about since we're right down the road from oak hill library like the or the other Oak, Oak Hill Oak Library. Oakland. Yeah, Oakland Library mm-hmm. there on Oak Hill. Mm-hmm. Could we, could our hideout be kind of like in the boiler room of that building in the basement there? Well, okay. If Charlie is working at Willard Library, there is uh, a downstairs area there at Willard Library that potentially she yeah. might have access to. If we chew enough hubba bubba and stuff it into the, the door lock, we can come and go as we please. It has to dry out, so you have to stick in there and hold it, it and fan it until it dries. But I don't think it'd be hubba bubba. I think we'd have to use bubblicious. It was Big League Chew. Big League Chew, I thought. Or, 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 yeah, we could definitely use Big League Chew. But, uh, big Chew. Yeah, I might be able to find a key. Who knows? Um, I like the I like the grotto. It just might need, like, reconstruction. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of partial to that, too, just because of, well, you know, the history of that place down there for us, I think. Um, what are we I, talking about? The, the grotto downtown. I bet Andy never went there. <laughs> Did you ever go there? I don't remember. Like, where, okay, where, that, where that's downtown? actually literally where Kelly and I consummated our, our relationship. <laughs> oh. No, I mean, not like, no, not like that, <laughs> but I mean, like, like solidified. Maybe that's, that's the better word. Solidified oh. our relationship. Yeah. Okay. So, was, so where, what, so where, where was it? It was down along the riverfront. It was like that little concrete uh, overlook that looked over the riverfront where the riverboat oh. was. Gotcha. Uh, okay. Yeah, got yeah, rid yeah. of the riverboat. Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I know. I know where. I know where we're at now. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking of like a, a restaurant building. I'm like, I've never heard of a grotto as a rest- like a. Yeah. No, I know exactly where we're talking about. And and, we can say and, that there was ooh, like, I like to point that out. <laughs> we did not consummate the marriage or anything there. No. So <laughs> the word consummate was you. So we had, we had our first date there. <laughs> mm, okay. I had a date there too. That's a great date spot. Um but yeah, we could say like underneath there, which is where everybody used to go and kind of hang out and hide out and smoke and, and all that sort of stuff would be uh, maybe a large, uh, like old grate where the waterworks department used to pump, you know, sewage 
out uh, into uh, into the river, but they had closed it off many years ago. And, you know, it, now we've figured out a way to get in there and kind of that could be the, the kind of hideout portion of it. I only say it's a water intake and not sewage. Yeah, sure. Water intake. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Because they water. <laughs> I mean, they're constantly anything in sewage. That would be just bad. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay. So the hideout then would be next. Now, we kind of all talked about this. Uh, in the session with the other with the other folks, and I think the consensus has been uh, the grotto uh, downtown along the riverfront. Um, yeah. are, are you familiar with that? Did you ever go down to the grotto? Uh, what's the grotto? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. You remember the uh, uh, overlook that uh, was this big <clears throat> concrete slab that basically you could go to, yeah. down to at the riverfront and look out at the river. Uh, underneath there, it was like uh, rock hill, you know, that you could kind of climb down underneath and just hang out and smoke and and do other things <laughs> down there. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that was down there. I never did bad things in, in college. Yeah. I waited until the rest of my life. <laughs> but um, yeah, no. So that's um, yeah, that sounds good. So we talked about that a little bit and modified it uh, to where there was like a, a culvert uh, down there that had like a grate over it that you guys now have padlocked and you can kind of come in and out of that area and kind of be separate from any other like hoodlums or whatnot, whatnot that would be just hanging out outside. Uh, so you've got an in and out uh, that you can come uh, and, and just kind of hang out there. Uh, so that I think has been the consensus of the, of the hideout. A few other things were tossed around, but everybody seemed to get a little bit more excited about that. I keep so. my folders of porn there too. Your what? Folders of porn. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a true story. So when I was in sixth grade, Derek, I don't know if you remember Derek. He and oh, I were yes. friends. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah father in his go down to his basement he had like thousands of magazines of porn like stacked <laughs> everywhere and he had so many coming in that he would throw the old ones out behind the garage you know for the trash to come so derek and i would sneak back there, <laughs> through them and we'd tear out pages of the pages that we liked the most and this is some pretty explicit stuff like worse than playboy and then i had a folder at home that i put them all into <laughs> I think my mom found him at some point, but then decided not to say anything. But so that's a true story. <laughs> that's really funny. That's a collection from thousands of porn magazines. <laughs> the, the, the highly curated, highly curated seventies and eighties collection. It's probably pretty good. <laughs> it's it's cute that you kept it in a folder. Folders <laughs> is in one of the critter folders. I don't remember what the I can picture it. <laughs> one of the critter I, folders. I like a little cute animal on. Defiled a, a critter. Just a folder kitty. With, with, with <laughs> corn. Critters by at school. They had big heads, and I don't know. <laughs> you bought them in. Remember when they had the little cart in school, and you could buy the folders and a pencil or something in a little cart at school? Oh yeah, I had that. There was like a little cart. And you could buy like a folder or a pencil and they would sell you stuff out of this card at school. Remember that guys? Oh yeah. I yeah. remember it now. And uh, so for a dollar or two, you take your dollar or two and you buy a little something. I don't know. It's one of those folders. I, I really hope that it was, it was, it was a picture of a cat that was on the front. So you'd say, this, this is where I keep the pictures of all of my pussies. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 
No, I wasn't that sophisticated. <laughs> or like a beaver. Or well, a beaver. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was more like a raccoon. I think it was kind of a rack. Oh, here it is. Oh, no way. I typed in critter folders from the 80s. <laughs> I typed in critter porn folder. <laughs> it popped right up. <laughs> Sharing, quick, give me screen sharing emergency. Oh, me... sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> Hurry. I'm, these are called critter sitters. Do you remember these? I, I do remember this. Shit, where you're is gonna, that? You're going to get the full critter sitter. And, and the first one that came up is the folder I had, the one on top here. Is the <laughs> folder I had, which is a raccoon, by the way. I was right about it. Well, why can't, okay, where's the damn screen sharing? Well, why don't I do, I'll just put the link in. So I can get this to you. Okay, I'll put the link in the chat. That's easier, and you can see the actual folder. There we go. I got it now. Here we go. You got it. Mm -hmm. so, here. so you're going to see the actual folder now. Here it is, right there. That's where the porn was in. That guy with the purple. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you went down to my basement. You went down to the bottom shelf of the bookshelf, and you found that it was with all the RPGs and. <laughs> You would have found my porn collection in that folder. <laughs> I will never see a critter sitter again without thinking about porn. I, I, had seen it. I had never seen another critter sitter again. So, you know, <laughs> critter sitters. Did, did you get a little boner just seeing that little raccoon? <laughs> like, I, I find that raccoon strangely arousing. <laughs> hey, what are you doing after the game? <laughs> Oh my God, so good. Anyway, that's where I keep my critter sitter folder. We'll keep that. We'll keep that. We'll keep that. We'll keep that as part of my character, definitely. <laughs> okay, so here are a couple of questions uh, for you guys. Um, in, and then, how do you guys get from place to place? Um, Skateboard. Oh my God, that it. <laughs> That's a long distance from the grotto to school. A bike, it's a long distance to walk as 13, 12 year olds. Did, did the, uh, so the city bus would run because um, the, the school would be right in the city limits. Mm -hmm. So the city bus would run the did the uh, company install any rail service? They would Did have change the landscape it, for workers. No, but they would have like magnetrine uh, buses. Okay, so like floating buses uh, okay. that could get people from place to place. Uh, so maybe you guys would have like being students at the school and being bused in and so forth, since it's funded by DARPA. Uh, then you have like bus passes that would, you know, uh, that you can utilize, you know, for, uh, uh, for the magnetrine buses. Okay. Um, I'm going to, I mean, really, we're going to have to now, do that. They do not run at night throughout the night. Uh, so, you know, after certain hours, then you would have to have means of getting home in, in, uh, in cases like that. So. 
and bicycles, you know, obviously are, you know, an easy choice and something that would be readily accessible, uh, you know, to you guys. Um, I, I think the Plunker brothers would, if they had an opportunity to have a beat up clunker truck, I think they would drive it even though they didn't have their license. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we could and I use think that. Shay, I think Shay might be interested in, you know, stealing a car every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We need it. Maybe one. Yeah. So, so why don't we say a combination of bike and clunker truck, like, we'll... <laughs> we can all ride in the back. Yeah. Yeah, seriously, everybody just everybody just flies in the back. Yeah, <laughs> that's what everybody did in the eighties, anyway. So. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I, I I think I totally see the Plunker Boys doing something like that. I'm sure at least it, one of them is super charming and can talk your way out of getting in any trouble. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see about that. <laughs> about that so we probably all have bikes so in in addition to the skateboard if we have to go long distance we can all mm -hmm. hop on or mm -hmm. i've got roller skates too, like, oh cool roller skates all right. strap yeah, on over your sneakers mm -hmm. i like those and a bike with a basket so i can stick some books in there or you can take the plunker clunker right <laughs> the plunker clunker, plunker. Love it. that is awesome <laughs> how come you didn't that. You got uh, oh yeah that's that's going in there yeah, that is what you have to call it the plunker 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 that's awesome Wait, you said all the words you that is awesome. i didn't put it together sorry that's pretty good that's like our scooby van it is <laughs> yep. that's too awesome yep. here let me let me see if i can find the plunker plunker <laughs> Um, okay, so you guys have uh, read at least the little thing that I put on Facebook as far as like the history in Evansville, you know, up until yep. this point in, in the reality. What other um, iconic areas uh, that I, maybe I missed in there do you want to see? Uh, the, the Hubcat place, I don't know why I didn't think about that. I, I some, We got to work that in somehow. And the Tennesseean you've already mentioned. So what what else uh, what else am, am I oh. forgetting that maybe we need to bring in there? Okay. Um. I used to have dance um, the <clears throat> dance studio that I was at was in the courthouse for a while. Oh yeah, that's right. Then that okay. was the Evansville Dance Theater, right? It was mm -hmm. my favorite place ever to dance. Mm -hmm. Such a cool building. Some crazy things might could happen there i don't know sure. yeah i've been away so long i don't really know what what's there <laughs> well but that's the thing is i mean I, I would rather it be something that you remember specifically you know from uh, from childhood yeah so that we can kind of hone in more on that because i mean anything that's around right now i i won't even address i, I really want to go more on the nostalgia of what evansville was at that point i am not going to remember street names for the most part, I will tell you that. That's all right. I'll, I'll try to pull up maps and stuff uh, for you guys if, if we if we go that route. Yeah. 
Yeah. I remember doing school field trips to New Harmony and to Angel Mounds. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and when I, when I ran Angel Mounds, when I ran Tales from the Loop the last time, we had a big adventure that happened at Angel Mounds. Uh, so uh, I might oh. figure out a way to work something like that in. Our hideout, if the grotto doesn't work, should be the bottom of the monkey ship at Mesker Park <laughs> yeah. Zoo. Yeah. <laughs> and think about that. But or the but brewery. That, but that monkey ship was full of monkey shit. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> at that time. <laughs> no consummation there then. All right, here I think I found the the the, the bunker clunker. <laughs> see here. See what you guys think of this guy. What do you think? There it is. Yeah. The clunker. Yeah. That's, That's awesome. <laughs> clunker, clunker, right there. 1975. So I think that, that works. That is not a 75. Oh, no. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. That was the, the other one. 45? Yeah. Uh, no, it just says early 40s. Yeah. So, yeah. And grandpa yep, had yep. like that. Yep. Oh, oh, uh, one more place. I, I can't remember how I worked this in. I think it had to do with wanting to try to meet my aunt because she's hanging out with this guy at the DARPA site. But mm -hmm. when like my first taste of freedom is that I get to ride my bike by myself to tennis lessons at Wesselman Park. Mm -hmm. And then they're, you know, walking around those nature trails. Mm -hmm. I feel like it, the back end of those nature trails end in a fence and you yeah. can just kind of see the facility across the field. So I would, I would maybe throw Wesselman Park in the mm -hmm. middle. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I had an adventure at Wesselman Park uh, for uh, the last Tales from the Loop as well. So yeah, I'm sure we'll traipse across those grounds. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, obviously, we'd get the four freedoms monuments. You've got the riverboat uh, restaurant. I'm trying to think of downtown stuff since we're by the grotto. Um, gosh dang! Yeah, did I write the name of that restaurant? Yes. I, you know, I always yeah. forget it. I can never yeah, think of it. I, I always have remember. to look it up. I can never remember it. Woman's name like Mary Ethelbert or something like that. I didn't recognize the name. Was that an actual place? Yeah, that, that mm -hmm. I think that, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think because uh, because when I read it, I was like, wait, what? Oh, yeah. I remember that one. It was a cool place. And it became a gay bar uh, when we were in our early 20s for a hot minute. It didn't yeah, last I'm, very long. Yeah, Amanda Fenwick's. Amanda Fenwick's. That's yeah. it. Yes. Um, obviously, you know what? We could work in the Victory and Funkies, <coughs> the nightclub. But that would have been the first Funkies, which was not a teen club. It no. Was, uh, no. It, it was an adult club at that point. It didn't become a teen club until Funkies 2. 
in 89. Yep. And then same thing with um, uh, the victory. The victory didn't become a team club until 86, I think. Oh. Let's see. But you could sneak into uh, Rocky Horror as long as you paid. Didn't matter yeah. how long. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, let's see. Stop the car there. <laughs> oh, we got to go to uh, Sir Beef. No, don't do that to me, dude. Oh, <laughs> uh, I miss Sir Beef so Sir much. Beef. I know. But you know what? If it came back tomorrow, we'd probably eat it and be like, God, this sucks. Sir. No, I would not. I, 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 every day I drive by there every day and I cry every day because I'm like, oh, Sir Beef's not there anymore. I don't <laughs> even know what that is. I remember Burger Barn and Taco Juan. Yeah, yeah. I think, bur- well, you mean Burger Farm? It was, wasn't it Burger, Burger Barn? There was a Burger Barn as well, yes. Right near, the high, right near our high school? No, that was Burger Farm. Are you sure? Yeah, that was Burger Farm. On Weinbach? No, on on whatever road. On Diamond. Was Diamond. On. Diamond. No, on yeah. Weinbach, it was um, Farmer's Daughter. Yeah. On Weinbach. There was a Burger Farm, I think. Yeah, was it was Burger Burger, right next to Burger Farm. It was right next to Taco John's. <laughs> Taco Juan's. Uh, Taco Juan's. Yeah, and then we had Pizza Hut. But then, so, so I told the story, and the, it was to adults now that I mean they're in their twenty, the late twenties, they're teachers, and I was telling them about having open campus for lunch, and they were just like blown away because they never <laughs> experienced that. And uh, I said, "Yeah, we used to run out of the building and run across the street to Captain D's to get a." one of those little boats of fried batter drip-offs <laughs> yeah. and a Coke for like a dollar. And they're like, you just ate fried grease? And we're like, yeah. yeah. And that's that's what we ate. And we loved it. It was amazing. That's why, that's why I have the body I have today is because <laughs> after these boats. No, you did have to run because you had to get in line first because the line would be so long and that little thing was out the door in Captain D's. Yep. The subway, was it an actual subway stand? Okay. Mm-hmm. They would sell the foot long bread with nothing on it for yep. I think a dollar. <laughs> that was the other bargain. Yeah. Well, the, the funny part about it is that was the subway I worked at. And there's actually a picture in our yearbooks of me working at Subway like behind the counter at lunch one day because they they were understaffed. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember that. I don't remember you working there. Yeah. That's where I got held up. Oh yeah. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. where I got held up. So yeah. Um, I, my mom, you, you know, my mom, she would give me $5 for lunch every day. And technically that was for lunch and like snack or dinner, uh, because, you know, I was always at school, you know, at mm-hmm. rehearsal or whatever, but I would do one of two things, especially when I was a freshman, 
and you guys, this place was gone by the time I think any of you were there, but directly across the street on Stringtown, there was the Husky Den. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it was there, I think it was just there my freshman year. It might have gone nah, a little it, bit it, into sophomore, but I can't it, it was there. It was there through I don't remember the end it. of... When we were there. Let's see. It'd be the end of my freshman year, so it was your sophomore year. Because remember, I'm only... I'm between yeah. everybody. Mm-hmm. Lewis, Britton, and I would go over to uh, the Husky Den, and I would spend a dollar on fries and a Coke. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and they taste spend, like cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> and spend the rest of my money playing Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> or we would go over to Licks, and I would spend the entire $5 on a pint of Oreo <laughs> ice cream yeah <laughs> unless it was a wednesday and then i would spend a dollar on food somewhere around there and then go over to people's drugstore and spend the rest of my money on two comic books <laughs> awesome yeah we used to get a lick all the time well because remember the so there was the semester that it was just you and me Dana with lunch. Yeah. It was you, me, and one of the Uber sisters, not Lori. It was Amy. Amy. Amy Ubler. Yep. And uh, so it was just the three of us at lunch because everybody else had a different lunch. I think Chris, I, I think I was a senior and you guys were juniors and we'd, we'd mosey over to Licks when we had money. And when we didn't have money, we'd get in, get in my car and drive somewhere. Yeah. And that was the last year for that, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. 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 No. I do remember lunch with you, Andy. That was great. No. <laughs> I liked hanging out with you. My, fa- my favorite part, and what I tell people all the time, was what we had 35 minutes for lunch. Something. Very short At- amount of time, and we would go all the way across town. <laughs> yeah, we'd, we'd go to Eastland Mall. Right, yeah. And then try to get back. Yeah, I thought, and I, I thought we had like 50 minutes, didn't we? It wasn't, very, wasn't long and it was barely long enough to go across town and back and then run in the door as the bell's ringing. Huh. Yep. Yep. Yeah, if the line was too long at, at GD Ritzy's, you'd be like, oh, ah, what are we going to do? Or the funny part about it is we had a Pizza Hut literally right down the road from us. But we would but drive we would all the way still... over the one by Central. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. compete against the Central kids uh-huh. for, for lunch. And you know what? I think it was closer to 45 minutes. I think it was. Now and, that and, I think yeah. about that. Yeah. So I, I don't remember. So in your your description about Evansville, I don't remember Dijon's being at Washington Square Mall. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought it was always at Eastland Mall. Nope. Yeah, and was, and, L, and LS Airs was at Washington Square Mall. Famous Bar was at Eastland as well. And then the other yeah. end was Dion, not Dion. Lazarus. Lazarus. Uh, yeah. But Dion's was right in the middle. I, I want to say that Dion's was there before. Uh, what, what was the other one you named? LS Airs? Yeah. Yeah. It was Dion's first and then LS Airs. Hmm. And then Sears was at Washington Square. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it never, 
never mm-hmm. moved until it left. So I think, Andy, you are probably correct in the time period that we're talking about that it would have been Ellis Ayers that was at Washington Square Mall at that time because DeYoung's would have moved to, to the mall East. In, 80, in 83. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As long as there's a chess king in Washington Square Mall. Oh, my God, the chess king. That was my store, yo. Yeah, mm-hmm. Chess King. And then, but I, that was I had diesel. no idea at the time that only black men could shop there. <laughs> no, everybody shopped at Chess King. It didn't matter. I bought Jeff Van Hoy a sweater from Chess King for Christmas one time. I, all of my suits came yeah. from Chess King. <laughs> well, that, that, that's that's because uh, oh. they also sewed the Don Johnson jackets. Yeah, no, 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 no the Don Johnson jackets. Uh, came from Lazarus. Uh, That's where I got mm. those because they were all Pacific, uh, Ocean Pacific. Okay. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And so that had to come from Lazarus. So I had to go to Eastland Mall for that. But for the for the swanky suits, Chess King all the way. And say, I thought Chess King was in Eastland Mall. No. I remember being in Washington Square. But mm-hmm. You remember being in Washington Square? How long? Mm-hmm. I don't remember for sure. All of my memories from Evansville like literally feel like I'm remembering a dream I had the night before. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Weird, fuzzy. I kind of know who that is. I kind of not really. That makes no sense. You know, that's what mm-hmm. it feels like. Very strange. Hmm. It's too young to matter, but I'm remembering JoJo's. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. 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 That, that would have been open at that time. Yeah. Put it there if we mm-hmm. wanted to. Mm-hmm. And then the shoe carnival. Mm-hmm. You're gonna yeah. wear the Don Johnson outfit and show off your, you know, where the the waders. Is that what it's called? The floods. Wait, what is it called? High, the high pant legs. High waters. High waters. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um. Yeah. Then you're gonna get your shoes at shoe carnival. I'm going to see if I can find the picture that I drew for the last Tales from the Loop game. This is going to take me a minute, so bear with me here. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm looking up to see if I can find a list of the original uh, stores in Eastland Mall when it opened. Because it opened database for that. Uh, what's that? Is there a database for that? Oh, there's. It's the web, man. It's <laughs> it's everywhere. So okay, so when they opened in 1981, J.C. Penney's was there. Dion's Lazarus came in '82. Um. Yeah, so the, those were the anchor stores. Oh, that's gross. It's like on the ends. Yeah, and Dion's is in the middle. And then they added um, Famous Bar on the opposite side in the middle from the food court. What about Walden Books? Walden Books was there. I, yeah, I'm looking for the actual Book. list of stores. And Asking for a friend. <laughs> Casual Corner, where I worked, 
in the mall. Benetton might be later though. Benetton was later. There was a pasta store and it wasn't pasta like you eat, it was the bread. Right. Yes. Yeah. I loved that store and limited and all that, but that was probably later. Wasn't yeah, that sweater you're wearing where you look like Debbie Gibson that you yes. posted on Facebook, wasn't that a pasta sweater? That was a pasta sweater. And then my favorite pasta sweater I've been looking for online on like eBay and stuff was black cropped and it said pasta in pink. Oh, and yes, yes. God, look at that. <laughs> so there's the there's my self portrait of me. <laughs> circa nineteen eighty four in my Don Johnson jacket. <laughs> I like turquoise on you. It looks good. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you. That's pretty funny. Oh, I know what so all right so i think we've okay. accomplished everything that we needed to accomplish tonight uh so thanks for bearing with me and we spent an extra half an hour on this but that's okay most yep. of that was just reminiscing and that's, that's perfectly fine. <laughs> oh my word but truthfully if you guys do think of anything else that you want to throw into this you know just uh just drop me a line in facebook and uh and we'll just keep adding to the uh, to the history of Evansville there. I'll go through the video uh, when I'm editing and uh, pull some things out and maybe add to it a little bit. Um, hey, one thing to remember, the airport was actually further up 41 than where it currently is mm -hmm. in 81 mm -hmm. or in, in the early 80s. Yeah, the entrance would have been close to where the Dairy Queen is on... 41 yes mm -hmm. yeah and there was a was the name of the hotel that was there uh sheraton inn is that right not drury no it wasn't drury that was further down that was where jojo's was yeah uh i think it was sheraton inn if i remember correctly would have been right there at the entrance of um, the airport on 41. Yes. Yeah. Because we yeah. used to eat there every Sunday for like brunch. Yeah. And they had a pool. I think you're right. And I would make my grandpa walk me down to the pool so I could just look just at look the pool. pool. I just want to look at the pool. Can we look at the pool? And they had a dig dug uh, machine in there and I've conquered Dig dug. <laughs> dig dug. That's pretty funny. Yeah, I couldn't, couldn't play Pac Man for shit, but I could play the hell out of uh, Dig Dug. I, I got so good at it because we were there every Sunday that I actually rolled it over. Like I got it up to the highest level and then it rolled back over to level one again. <laughs> All on one quarter. Wow. <laughs> Centipede was my game. Oh, fucking hated Centipede. I loved Centipede. I was terrible at that game. The, <laughs> the fucking roller rolling ball. ball and, and then and pinch your fingers. Spiders that come down. And, well, I didn't say I was good, but that was my favorite game. <laughs> yes, pinch your fingers. A piece of shit. Pinch the shit out of your fingers. <laughs> yep.
played the Smurfs game on ColecoVision. <laughs> With the little joystick, so you're like pushing the joystick, jump, pushing the joystick, run, 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 jump. Over the yep. mushrooms. Yeah, we were talking about Atari games uh, the other day with like with Pitfall and River Raid and those type of things on Atari. That's pretty cool. Did you own the worst video game ever made? The ET video game? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, I, I had did the too. ET video Does game. Have it? Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't have any more. I, I don't have any more. Yeah. <laughs> so have to run around picking up Reese's pieces. <laughs> That never had an end. He stretches his neck. Like a little turtle. Pretty much. <laughs> and, and the funny part about it was the Indiana Jones game was the exact same game. Uh, yeah. 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 It was the exact same game. So. <laughs> I think, I mean, I, I don't have a ton of places, but I, it, you, you mentioned Midget Links. So, mm-hmm. like, that, that was a place that I had in mind. Mm-hmm. You saw that they tore that down just recently, didn't you? Uh, I, I, I heard, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think from you, actually. Mm. Yeah, I posted. <laughs> I posted yeah. about it, yeah. I met the folks that had bought that from Lewis's grandmother uh, mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, and they were actually thinking of selling it Yeah, uh, at that time and were trying, <laughs> actually trying to. They told me what they were asking for it, and there was just a little part of me that was like, I could afford that. <laughs> <laughs> I can make that happen. Yeah. <laughs> I would say definitely the... Uh... I think the two-bit bandit's got to be a part of. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, this world like he he likes he goes there on weekends. He escapes there as much as possible. He's either gaming in his room or he's gaming there at two-bit bandit. Mm-hmm. Um, but he spends a lot of time there, and yeah. he doesn't have a lot of. He's often just watching other people play yeah. and like out on the side of the arcade watching someone else play. And I'm but assuming pretty- you're talking about the one that's that was in North Park, right? I guess so. I don't know where we all live, but we're another arcade. There was one on the east side too, I know, but um, Mm -hmm. so, I mean, it doesn't matter which one. Two-bit band's the one I know, but it can Mm -hmm. be a different one. And speaking of where where do you live, where do you you want to live? (laughs) Um, I think it's easier if we all live in the same part of town, but I guess we don't have to. We can meet downtown. Mm -hmm. But and you know, maybe, since you all go to the same school, uh, it, it really kind of doesn't matter. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, so <clears throat> most of the time after school, you guys kind of hang out. Uh, and uh, with the plunker clunker, you can kind of get places fairly quickly uh, without, you know, having to take the mass transit unless you particularly want to. Um, I know the neighborhood around North pretty well, the old North High School. So mm-hmm. I'd probably put my house somewhere in that neighborhood, kind of where uh, Randy Kiesel, David Rouselton. I don't know if you know where that was. Those guys used to live. Kind of close to like Evans School. Yeah, area. right in that school area. Kind of smaller houses, you mm-hmm. know. Um, mm-hmm. 
yeah, I, I think that's probably where I would live. Okay. And I think Andy was saying he was leaning towards West side for you guys. Oh, okay. Um, that's fine. But you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't like know. out post toward po- towards Posey County. Kind yeah. Of. Yeah. I think so. It's so funny because since I haven't lived there since I was 18, I don't know the West side at all. Like, mm-hmm. I yeah. I, I really don't either. I, mm-hmm. The only time I ever went there was for the, um, fall festival or whatever. I mm-hmm. think I was in the West. Mm-hmm. That's the only time I ever went to the West side. Yeah. The fall festival. I can't describe neighborhoods. I never visit anyone's house on the West side. I don't know the West side even a little bit. Mm-mm. It's different for you guys that have lived there. Cause you probably have now have a bigger sense of this, the whole city now, but mm-hmm. me and leaving it. <laughs> that's the only, I know the East side, the North side pretty well, but not the West side. There's still a, a big uh, disparity between uh, East side and West side. Uh, the West siders are kind of their own thing. Really? Uh, oh, still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So weird. It's such a small city. Yeah. It is. But you know, I actually uh, found out why that is. And I think most people in Evansville do not know the reason why there is that uh, dichotomy of these two different forces within the city, the East siders and the West siders. Back in the 1800s, like around 1885, somewhere right around in there, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of the Lamasco Bar uh, that's uh, on Franklin Street. Uh, and Lamasco was a portion of the west side that was just uh, <coughs> west of like First Avenue uh, and went towards kind of St. Joe. Okay. So that whole area. Uh, was annexed from Evansville uh, in the mid to late 1800s. And for 15 years or so, it was its own city. So that's why when you go down Franklin Street, there's all these you know businesses and it looks like Main Street. Well, that was Lamasco's Main Street was Franklin. Uh, so all the businesses and stuff all kind of moved into that area because they essentially had to have a source of economy (laughs) that would keep that city up and running. So there were two cities, there was Evansville and there was Lamasco. And then 15 years later or so, they basically said, okay, this ain't working. (laughs) And we're going to bring Lamasco back into Evansville proper. But all the hardcore Germans that were there were like, look, you guys abandoned us. And you all suck. <laughs> and, and it has lasted for over 100 years, uh, 150 years, probably, uh, that those hurt feelings that the great great grandparents had, you know, of the old folks that live there now. <laughs> that's where all of that comes from. And I thought that was really interesting when I uh, when I read that I was doing some that research. Is, that's amazing. Yeah. I didn't know anything about that. Mm-hmm. I didn't either. Yeah, most people even around here don't. Uh, but I read read about it at Willard Library. They've got a really good uh, uh, collection of Evansville history and stuff like that. And, uh, <clears throat> I found that just fascinating. Oh, yes. I will look that up when we get done here. That's interesting. Um, okay, so anything else? 
No, I think that's a really good start. Okay. I feel, feel start to me. Like, like I know I'm a lot better than I did before we started. Okay. And I've got um, all of your songs that I've kind of been kind of perusing and trying to figure out how I'm going to work that into the storytelling. Uh, and uh, now that I'm getting like all these backstories from you guys and the others, you know, that I'm starting to kind of formulate maybe another path uh as well uh but i'm really excited about this i think it's gonna be a lot of fun especially you know playing in uh evansville and you know in in the time that we would have been the ages of these kids i think is gonna make it you know even more fun yeah absolutely yeah, it sounds great oh that's a cool picture is that evansville are those actual evansville buildings or is that a picture from did you did you do something to that picture or is that one of the original. Uh, are you talking about just the background that this is on? Yeah, yeah. No, that's uh, one of his. Paintings, right? That's one of his paintings. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So good. Yeah. And those are the cooling towers there. Yeah. And we decided that the school is located pretty much right next to those cooling towers, so you can actually see it uh, from the campus uh, of the school, and because the entire. Uh, community of kids from all of Evansville are basically being bussed in here. This, these schools are huge. So they're like probably six stories tall uh, and have several different, you know, uh, buildings on campus and so forth. So it's like a little mini college, uh, but we've basically placed this one um, just off of Lynch road Um kind of you know where jojo's and uh drury Inn used to be at the corner of 41 and lynch right it would be like right behind there uh so in that area cool very nice okay you have the book uh our friends the machines and other mysteries uh i haven't gotten that one yet um yeah. But yeah, I will probably get that. What uh, uh, Happy Jack's podcast did is they they ran a Tales from the Loop uh, with with one one of their groups, and then uh, about a year later, they came back with uh, Things from the Flood, oh. uh, and played the same characters like ten years later. Oh, that's, that's cool. cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that was a good that was a good campaign. That was actually what made me want to get uh, Tales from the Loop. So nice, yeah, it's a beautiful book. It is, and his art is just incredible. Um, yeah, I mean, I've done a deep dive on a lot of his stuff, and uh, he's he's really really talented, and yeah. I mean, really captures the essence of that time period. Yeah, it does. And it's amazing how he puts the technology together with these kind of, what is it, Scandinavian landscapes, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Beautiful. All right, cool. Thanks for your help, Chris. That was a lot of fun, too. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good. Uh, well, in next week, then, uh, we will fi hopefully finish off uh, Avalon. And then two weeks from that, then we'll start the, with uh, the first uh, episode of Tales from the Loop. That's All right. Cool. Okay. All right. All right. We'll see you again soon. Have yeah. a good night, fellas. Thanks, guys. Bye. You too. All right. We'll see you. Bye. All right. Good night, guys. Love you. All right. See you, man. See bye you, guys. too. All right. Bye. Bye.